come on, come on. The circus is in town. When the elephants come, they go bow to my brethren. Lock them in a cage, parade them to the lion's den. Wanted to make sure everybody was still being a piece of shit Zionist out there. I just, I can't, I gotta, are we still killing babies? We are, okay, good, good, good. Chosen! Are we chosen? We're chosen. Keep getting said, but very nothing ever seems to be uh, proven ever because it's uh, never true. that i gotta do a psa and i gotta remind myself to do like a 15 10 minute uh just audio upload to the podcast uh distributors so that it'll be like what what is this 10 minutes to let them know that it's almost november 1st and on november 1st the uh crtc takes control of canadian internet uh media and so on so pretty good i mean i don't know that's gonna happen november 1st but anytime after that we could i could be removed from all these platforms at, at the stroke of a pen or rather the keystroke of a push of a fat <laughs> they them's finger perhaps um but that'll be it so you'll have to go to the website bookmark it write it down at least so you'll remember when you you know later on what was he saying where is that People still ask me, like, where where do I find... It's on the screen. It's on the screen, man. Right above my fucking head. RagingDissident.com has all of my um, all of my stuff and where it's going to be from now until they, you know, force me to get a different website. <laughs> and the Substack as well. There's lots of different ways to keep up. And that's why we have to do it this way because this is what the actual pushback looks like for people that are pretending to fight the machine. Very few of them are actually doing so. In fact, they're getting rich and benefiting from participating within the rule. You got to play by the rules of the system, man. That's how you fight the system, man. You just follow, you just do the terms of service, man. You just slava, man. You just chosen people, man. You just condone wars and killing and fucking bankrupting and destroying the future of your own people, man. That's how you fight back, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Take your little baby dick and get out of here, man. That shit. 
No, we have to be everywhere, and we have to be maneuverable and agile. Mental Marco, is there agile? You have to be. You have to be everywhere. You have to be adaptable, and you have to be able to um, take advantage of the resources you have because that's the situation. They'll take your bank accounts. They'll take your channels. They'll take everything from you. They'll take your fucking internet service provider. They'll do whatever they got to do. So that's where we're at. So make sure you go there and uh, bookmark that, RagingDistant.com, and write it down or something because uh, if you're listening to this, whatever platform you're using, if it's not one of the bad guy ones, odds are one of these days, all of a sudden, like magic, poof, it'll be gone. It'll be all gone. Just like that. So we'll work on that. Let's see. What's up? Anybody? Let's check in. Check my, i got to check my messages. Boop. <laughs> you have five messages. To play your messages, press one. Doings, what's up, man? Gives me a salute. Thank you so much, brother. T-Money says you get exonerated the same day World War III starts. Is this how Philip celebrates? I don't know when World War III started. You could argue it started with Ukraine, but, you know, it's in, in the future, right? When 30 years from now, people will be like, when, when did it? When, when did the killing begin? And then before it ended again, it was probably Ukraine. Um, but you could even maybe probably draw it further than that. Dagalonian says, buy a milkshake. I will have some. Yeah, I'm trying not to get fat, but, you know. He wants, Jenstein wants to celebrate. We can do a little bit of that, sure. I had a little already. <laughs> OG Mango Puss says, uh, season three finale vibes. It could be. It could be. I don't know. Are, are those the vibes? Because this is it. This is the end of the woodpile, guys. And, uh, well, for now. <laughs> anyway, Angry John Todd says, I'm confused. Supporters for the Freedom Convoy were labeled as neo-Nazis. Is freedom anti-Semitic? Yes, it is. It is. Having self-respect and wanting to govern your own affairs and think that you and your, your kind should be in charge and have kind of control and, you know, over your own destiny and so on, that, yes, that is very anti-Semitic, apparently. I didn't know that when I started out. Um, I was told that later uh, through repeated, you know, uh, metaphorical beatings in the media and and so on, <laughs> but uh, you know they're wrong though. Like they're they're cunts and they're wrong about everything, and they support um, pedophiles, all this kind of shit, and they want to pretend they're outraged about this or that. And oh my god, save the children! Fucking yeah. What about the Epstein kids? You ever remember that? Speaking of Israelis and Jewish blackmail and Mossad and all of that kind of stuff, we ever going to get that list of clients? What's going on? That's a no story. It's not a big deal when somebody like Jeffrey Epstein, who has entrapped in, in sexual compromising you know, blackmail schemes, presidents of countries, prime ministers, billionaires, tech moguls, and oil magnates, all, you know, he's, that's fine. He just works directly for the Israeli government. That's who Mossad is. That's why they do it. And that's why you're seeing around the world, why, you know, we have to slava, or we have to, current thing, or what, what are we saying? Dreidel, dreidel, what are we doing now? Is because these why how are these people so powerful? Well, because that's why. Because many of your elected leaders are really installed there or allowed to be there because they've been compromised in very disgusting, depraved ways, and they know that they have that over their head forever. They're always going to be a good boy. They're always going to do what they're told. Because if not, guess what? Your family, your friends, your whole life, everybody's going to find out you were fucking a fifteen-year-old on Epstein Island because it's on tape. Who's gonna? Who is gonna go? Once somebody has gone that far down the, the path of corruption and done something that despicable, they, they're not coming back, dude. It, it, is, it would take a all-or-nothing suicidal level of, like, last minute, like Darth Vader throwing the Emperor down the pit 
into the reactor type of move where it's like, this is going to destroy me to do, but I have to do it because it's the right thing to do, and I'd rather die with a clean soul than let these fucking people... That's... And who has the courage to do those things? Very fucking few. Very few. Right? So... Oh... That's what's going on, unfortunately, and there's a lot of, and who's, you know, who knows how many of them are compromised and how far it goes and how deep it, it's been going on for a long time. And the Italian mob did this and, you know, Meyer Lansky and Mickey Cohen and all those fucking people did all that stuff too. This is what they do. They've been doing it since the 30s and 40s. Because that's the one thing they know that uh, we won't put up with, and that's why they do it. The one thing that no one will ever excuse, and every uh, man, especially, you know, especially ours uh they find out you're fucking around with kids or preying on kids and you know young women like you're a dead man probably right like in most societies especially european societies it's like the number one so that's what they use as blackmail because no one once that hit the streets you know and uh quote some some quotes i hear i read and i think then there's no context to what they were talking about and even though they'll say oh he meant this we'll, we'll never really know what he meant were you in his head did you say it? No, you just heard him say it. So we don't really know what he meant. Kennedy had some good ones, but George Bush, the senior, I'm pretty sure it was the senior, said something like, if the American public knew what we did, we would be lynched in the streets by tomorrow. Something like that. There'd be blood in the streets tomorrow. If they knew if they knew what we got up to, if they knew what we've done and what we do. Ooh. Can you elaborate, Mr. President? <laughs> That's not something you're, hmm, that, I mean, I'd rather not my leadership say things like that. That's uh, frightening. Uh, what do you mean? What, what What have you done that we would murder you for? Who knows? Um, Angry John Todd says, I'm unvaxxed. I watch my government turn society against me and fuck Israel. Yeah. Yeah, I have no love for them either. I, I think they're, uh, I mean... And it's dumb, or maybe it's not dumb. I've always found it dumb because I've always known better than this, but apparently a lot of people don't know better than this. When you're saying something like, and any reasonable, sensible adult person that's worthy of any kind of respect at all, you don't need to explain these concepts to them because they're just not retarded. Um, but, you know, you can say something like, fuck the Israelis or fuck, you know, and you and you, obviously it's not, let's kill every single fucking person. There's little kids there. There's people there that are just, you know... You don't get you don't choose where you're born. Like in the grand scheme of things, they don't have anything to do with it. But the government, the power players, the gang, the mobs, the mobsters, the generals, the like there's a lot of those fucks. And yeah, those people are probably the some of the most evil, wretched, vile motherfuckers to ever walk the earth. That regime over there in Israel is like is I mean, you're you're swinging for all-time most evil, demented, insane, psychotic uh <laughs> Like, you're you're auditioning for that movie, I guess. I guess there's already a movie for like the most evil out of out of their minds, insane, mass murdering, satanic kind of blood drinking maniacs that could possibly. I mean, to a cartoonish level, yeah, they're over there like, oh, we'll do it. We'll we'll give it a shot. We'll we'll try it out. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that people are always like uh, they'll be like, oh, I know this. I I know Mo Moyle, and he's a. <laughs> I don't know any names. I know Shrev, and he's a great guy, and he's uh, maybe sure he is, but that doesn't change the fact that this is going on, and overall, in general, pretty fucking awful. <laughs> pretty terrible people, okay? Just like I wouldn't at all blame any of the uh, the Palestinians over there, the Iraqis, the, the Iranians, the Afghanis, when they're, if they're just like, fuck Canada, dude. Fuck those people and fuck America and those motherfuckers and they can all get fucked. 
in a, a rational person would go, like, <laughs> there's people in these countries that don't agree with what we're doing either. And we also see how fucking retarded it. But again, overall, by and large, average Pearson walking around, yeah, yeah, they're pretty big pieces of shit and they're right to think those things. So there's a nuance to it. Um, Sharif, I just made that up. Is that a name? <laughs> there's just a lot of them that are like, great. There's eds and lives and hems and I don't know. It's a fucking weird language. I that one. I'm never even gonna try to wrap my tongue around that one. It just ain't gonna happen. All right. Um, did I get through all these chats? I think I did. That was fast. All right. Where do we start? What are we going on with? Yeah, I was just clowning around with this in the beginning. Cause it can, isn't it? I can charge it up. Because I can. Because it's uh, it's all done. I'm off. All, all of my uh, restrictions are now gone. More or less. I still can't possess weapons. Oh, no. But I still have this big mouth and these huge guns. So I don't I don't know if they're going to make me license those. Or they're going to send me the... I may have just outed myself. The police might have to come and arrest me because my fucking arms have grown like at almost two inches since, this, uh, since the spring. So... I'm pretty huge now, and uh, I don't know. That's that's that could be a wet. I don't know. I might go to jail for that. Now we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I just can't believe it, guys. I can't believe that uh, what I've already described as the truth, the accurate truth, turned out to be exactly what I said it was. It's so shocking. I can't believe that. It's insane that uh, they would, you know, have national warrants and slander pieces in the media and a bunch of shit and the whole time. <laughs> Like just wait and see, and then uh, funny enough. Now, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to give away too much, too many things because uh, some of these people are still involved, and there's still other. Two, I got two cases to go, and they're involved in one of them. But funny enough, you know, it's just I found it strange that the um, the only witness in one of these cases, or, or in this particular one is a wanted fugitive um, with dozens and dozens and dozens of convictions, which I found amusing after paying a private investigator to go collect all these police reports and arrests and charging documents and court transcripts and all of that shit. And uh, that's, you know, as they say, I told you guys I was just starting to watch The Wire, right? Great show. And the cop's only as good as an informant. So true. So true. So uh, when you, you know, base base a politically, you know, kind of charged case like that against somebody just and that, that's what you're leaning on is a is a drug addict. I, you know, I can't believe it fell apart. And uh, but but the funny thing is, what really was interesting was when well, we just uh, pushed a couple of motions through to go, hey, so we want all of this. Um, we want all of the uh, the records of um uh, favors, proffers given by the police to this person, um, any warrants they may have had rescinded or canceled, uh, you know, any gifts, any 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 exchanges or interactions at all. We'd like a total, final, complete list of all of those things, which they keep track of, by the way. And then they said, well, how about this? How about we just drop the case instead? And I was like, yeah. That's what I thought you'd do, and that's what they did. So, unfortunately for me, I insisted on a trial. They tried this. They tried to make me just sign this and say it was your fault. And, and I, no, 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 we're going to trial. You're going to explain all of this shit in front of everybody. I'll haul everybody in here. I'm paying for every fucking, every bell and whistle I can get. Nah. 
Now, they, they spent all this time and resources and money and, and, and to fucking me around and you guys and blaming everybody and writing all this crazy shit and to just go, eh, I'm bored now. I don't want to play with you anymore. Oh, yeah? Oh, neat. Well, uh, I'm not done playing, though. See, I like this game that you've taught me. I'm enjoying it, and I'm having fun with it. Now it's my turn. Okay, now it's Daddy's turn to play. Daddy's going to play now, okay? So why don't you go tuck yourself into bed and just wait on that one? I'm fucking coming after some scalps, dude. <laughs> and I've got, the, I've got the gas to do it, too. It's going to be good. But that's going to be a while. That's going to be another year of nonsense probably, too. But, um... Anyway, as far as that goes, so three three of the five cases they had against me are now gone uh, without a trial, without even preliminary. Like, we didn't even get anywhere close. They just fucking went to these extreme, insane measures and then decided, oh, shit, I forgot I, I need evidence for things like this. Oh, damn, well, that sucks. Guess I'll not do it anymore. Cool, bro. Anyway, we got two more. I'm um, not looking, uh, not looking too bad on those ones either. Looking forward to those as well. And again, the most frustrating part is that they um, they hide and they get to hide what they get away with and what they do and what they say. And they put publication bans on things and say, "Oh, it's to protect the accused and it's to protect their right to a fair trial." That's what a publication ban is, really. Because while I was incarcerated, uh, you did nothing but this about how awful I am. Um, compromising my right to because the jury is selected from the people that read these fucking newspapers obviously right uh the thing is i just, i can't say anything and no one can say anything about what only the media can and the media always kisses the ass of the state right so that's good so the publication bans um they're not for you they say they're for you they're to protect the state in most cases and, and definitely in cases like this i asked uh specifically i said no 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 i want there to be press in here bring them all in Bring them in. I want it wide open. And they were like, well, it's not up to you because the Crown can request a publication ban. And they did every time. Isn't that nice? Isn't that cute, guys? Sorry. I mean, I tried. And I was, we're going to trial then. I fucking refused everything. Like, no, we're going to trial. You wanted to have a trial. We're going to trial. Okay? I got 50 fucking grand sitting there earmarked just for you, just for this. Let's go. I don't want to. Oh, you don't want to. Well, you really seem to fucking want to when I was locked up in uh, prison on the other side of the country. All of a sudden, uh, what happened? And, um, you know, a lot of the, I mean, most of the credit, I mean, well, I didn't do much. I just had to just not die. <laughs> and, you know, um, keep this going and, and keep uh, keep working along here. But um, the credit should go to the, the, the lawyers, obviously. Um, they did a great job, and and they still are doing a good job. But also, you guys for for the community and your continued support and everything to pay for this to keep the lights on so that I could uh, survive this. Because the unfortunate truth about it in this country is you're only as innocent as you can afford to be. Um, you can be if, if I didn't have these lawyers, and I didn't have the money and the support and all the people and all of this to uh, make this happen. I would probably still be sitting out there in the SCC in Saskatoon. Um, waiting for trial in the summertime. Probably. Um, that's just how it is. That's how it is in this country. If you can't afford to bring in the uh, bring in the help, uh, you're in big trouble, man. It's very stacked against you. It's very one-sided, and they really lean on guys. I was listening to them, you know, again, in the jails. Like, they just come right on to them. They'll throw 100 charges at somebody, and they'll have to plead to two or three of them, 
and then they get you on something, right? And they're like, well, if I just do this, I'll only be in here for a couple of months, and then I'll be out. Even for stuff they could probably beat or things they didn't do, or, I mean, who knows? A lot of them legitimately are criminals. You know, 95% of the people in jail probably should be in jail, uh, but not all of them. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, really, really greasy how they can uh, take advantage of people like that, and they do. I watch them do it just because they get higher clearance rates, all right? The cops get the uh, convictions and the, you know, cases off the books and the lawyers get convictions and the attorneys and, you know, it's all, a, it's a giant machine. It's just a big machine. It's just another capitalist machine like anything else. That's one of the, uh, one of the lawyers first told me, I we were talking about it and they said, I said something like justice system and they're like, it's called the criminal system. Calling it a justice system, it's not really what this is. Not a lot of that. It's a, it's a lot of dealing and swindling. And again, if you don't have the lawyers and the money to protect yourself, they'll get you. And that's a, that's not something to be proud of. I'm not proud of that. I don't like that about this place. I don't like knowing that people less fortunate than me could do the exact same things I did and then have their fucking lives ruined and do. I mean, how many years was I facing at one point? Like 40, right? Uh, three of the, Three or four of these five cases were by indictment. They carried 10-year minimums on some of the charges, and there was like three in charges in this case and four in that one and 10 in this one. and So, you know, they expect you to crack under that mental pressure, and they expect you to fucking, you know. But uh, I don't know. I don't know who they thought they were fucking dealing with. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, the Army could make me quit at 117 pounds when I joined the infantry. They, they couldn't do it. Um, you know, CSOR couldn't do it. Um, and then uh, the war didn't do it. And, uh, you know, the shit you live with afterwards and all of life's challenges and everything else that comes in, in the, as a nice, joyful package of all of those things, that couldn't do it either. So if you think you're going to fucking rattle me with this shit, <laughs> which is why oh, it's taking a, I am taking a victory lap right now. I think I've earned it. I didn't fucking run away. Did I flee the country? Did I stop streaming and go hide somewhere? Did I fucking? No. I went right back to work. I went right back to what I was doing. I didn't fucking skip. You know what I mean? Because I knew, I knew, I knew I was innocent. I was like, I got the, I got the lawyers. We got the money. It's going to be fine. There's nothing to worry about. We'll get it. It's just going to be a painful, shitty experience. And that's the whole point. That's what they do. But I got to say, I should almost say thanks in a lot of cases because the connections that I've made and the networking I've been able to do um, as a result of this has been invaluable, quite frankly. Um, uh, not, not to mention the, uh, the, the credibility, you know, and <laughs> what, you know, the credibility bump I've gotten for it has been, has been excellent and, and very good. And, um, a lot of people that started to pay attention to this, all the horrible things these fucking people said about me, they got invested in the story and now they're seeing, uh, you know, what's happening and now they have a very different view, uh, of what's going on. And, and a lot of them are now, um, happy to, um, you know, be relieved and, 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 uh, they feel supportive of uh, what we're doing here. So great job. Thanks a lot, guys. It's actually, we actually kind of, we're coming out ahead, I think, in the end here. So and if you want to try any other, you know, brilliant uh, scam, brilliant fucking ideas. <laughs> You're doing great, kid. You're doing great. You're a fucking genius. I've never seen somebody so smart. <laughs> You're like Littlefinger. That guy from Game of Thrones. There's so many of these fucking people out there that think they're like, oh, bro, I'm like a fucking 5D chess master, bro. And I'm like, you've got jizz on your shirt, you know? Oh, I didn't do fucking laundry today. That's nice. 
That's nice. Um, let's see. Team Muddy says, best part about working out when your previously large shirt now fits tight around the arms and lats. Worst part, having to buy more clothes. <laughs> yeah. It does. I was usually, um, I was about 170, 175 for most of my military career. And then like the last two or three years, because you get you start getting closer to 30 and I'm like, Less running 25 kilometers, more deadlifts, more beef, you know, and I really went hard the other way. And I got up to about uh, 185, 190. Um, that's, that's really right where I'm at now. I can't really get much bigger than this unless I want to go full fucking horse juice, <laughs> you know, trend below for breakfast or something. And then just, yeah, I could get huge maybe, but um, yeah, it, when you do that, you know, that, that 20 pounds or so, yeah, you, you need all, you literally need all new clothes again. <laughs> So, yeah, I know what you mean. You can go either way, though. You can be overweight and then lose a pile of weight. And be like, now you need all clothes. But you deserve them, right? See, now you're healthier. You deserve new clothes. You earned them. Well, I can't afford them. You've earned the clothes you've stolen off of those people. They deserved it to get... <laughs> uh, Farmer Sepp, what's up, bro? How you doing? He says, bigot camping trip, listening live. Thanks for bringing us together. FYMM. My pleasure, sir. It's been... Uh, Amazing to see and watch, and uh, some of the guys are what, slamming Derek's property together now. There's a whole crew of them out there. They're having a good time. They're having fun. It's good to see. There's a lot of this happening all over the country, and it's uh, it's just instinct, right? It's uh, I just shoved some people a little bit. That's all. Fuck in there! The fuck in there! You know. Now they're doing great, uh, and it's uh, it's going to keep growing. It's going to keep expanding, and uh, we'll just keep keep growing out the community, and people are getting you know stronger and healthier and um, better every day. That's all we can do, <laughs> you know. And then hopefully, when the storm comes, it's uh, we've built ourselves up enough that the walls are high enough, that the trench is deep enough that you know it gets weathered, and you're like, oh, wasn't so bad. The alternative is again hiding under coats and hoping everything gets better for some reason when it never does, and then you just get eaten by wolves or something. I don't know. <laughs> Wall banger says, "Congrats, man! Nice to see you. Just keep winning. You've." Given endless inspiration to downtrodden people. Enjoy all those milkshakes because you really earned them. I do like a good milkshake. Uh, no, thanks, man. And again, like you guys deserve a lot of credit for, for the help. And, and uh, there's a lot of people I should thank. But how do you begin? And you know, and we're not done. We've got two, two still to go. Um, and I'm not going to do get too much more into that. But um, both of those are... I'm not losing any sleep over it. I'll put it that way. And then when it's done, I'll let you know whenever that is. It's sometime in the next. I, I would imagine this should all be concluded by spring at the latest. But uh, you never know. could be done sooner. We'll see. Uh, let's, Plutonymous says, what does it take to get the Coots 4 out of jail besides a well-equipped band of ex-Marines? I think they're going to be out shortly. Fingers crossed. This isn't, I don't know anything more than the average, than anybody else does that's out there. I just... From my own experience into how these how the system works, and um, I, I'm like I, I'm like uh, when I learn something, I always feel like I'm the last person in the world to know that. <laughs> so I don't ever want to tell anyone anything I've learned because I feel like the, everyone else knows all this already. You're an idiot, you know. So I just don't. But it does it does strike me that most people don't have an intimate knowledge of the criminal system. And in being incarcerated and bail hearings and show cause and, you know, all of this, they don't even know what these words mean. I didn't know any of it until I was thrown into it. And now I'm, you know, three out of five cases deep now with a few months in jail and all. Anyway, um, so I've got a I've got a much clearer understanding of how what the procedure is, what's normal, what's not normal, how it works, how, you know, 
for example, if you, I didn't know this, if you go for bail right away and it gets denied, you're in there for a long fucking time. You don't get endless bail attempts, right? You just, <laughs> so people do that and then they end up uh, in rough shape, for example. But um, As far as those guys go, there was a narrative, a political narrative, this is my opinion, a political narrative that was keeping them in there. There is somebody's ambition to do this, and they uh, went overboard. And they can't really just let them go without having egg all over their face, so that's not going to happen. I think no one really knows what to do there, and they're just... The, the government, I've seen from their own documents and their own interactions, they do literally hide under coats and wait for things to get better, and they don't, and then somebody eats it. Um, but the change here is that, well, first of all, hasn't it come that the uh, the first prosecutor they had has been dismissed from the case because he may be a suspect. <laughs> he may be he may be facing criminal charges. So that's interesting. Uh, so the original prosecutor is gone, and now there's a different prosecutor. And um, apparently, there's evidence of fraud, allegedly, on the part of the Crown attorneys and the Crown's office. So a setup job, in other words. And um, that's going to be, that's already been argued about. And one of the guys, Carbert, just had a bail uh, review, which is you can get bail denied and then you have to go, you were eligible for a review every 60 or 90 days, something like this. Should have seen my face. You know? When do we get to, when do we try this again? Oh, 60, 90 days. 60 or 90 days. Anyway, it's, there's all these rules and shit. Uh, so he's up for a review now, but they've got this and the uh, Hategate article that uh, Kareem Assad put together with the foy pops that some of you guys got and, and all of that stuff, um, which proves that the militia narrative was bullshit and always was bullshit, and the police and CSIS knew it was bullshit. But they were denied and detained a uh, uh, bail as part of this story because dangerous militia, oh, we can't let them go, they're a fucking part of a neo-Nazi terror gang. Except they knew, the police knew that was never true. <laughs> so right there in their own emails. So uh, one of the one of the reasons that somebody can go from not being given bail to, oh my God, oh shit, let them out, is what's called a material change in circumstances, which is like a huge, something like that. Like, oh shit, the whole reason I thought they were in here is not even real. I gavald, put them back on the street. You know, that's that's a material change in circumstances. So the, uh, as I understand it, that's what the Crown or the uh, defense argued, and the Crown was like, but you're on there, I'm cranky, or whatever the fuck they whined and cried about. I'm sure it was amazing. And uh, the judge goes back to his chambers to think about what he wants to do, how he's going to justify it, and blah, 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 case law, and, exam and then he comes back, and I think the 8th, is that correct? I think it's November 8th they're going to be back. And he's going to be there with his decision to let either let uh, Mr. Carver go or he's going to stay in. And I feel like he's, I feel like he should be released. <laughs> if I were him, I would, I, I don't know, I wasn't in the room, so I don't know what was said or what happened. But from, I talked to a couple of people that were there and it sounds like from my own experience, comparatively, like he, it sounds like he should, you know, the math makes sense uh, that, you know, it's there, so. And if that's true, if that if he does get uh, if he does get released on bail um, on the seventh or the eighth or whenever that's going to be, then I would imagine the other three would follow follow along uh, within the within the couple of weeks. So 
let's, you know, fingers crossed, see what happens with them. But uh, there's a few people covering that. Uh, Mocha Bear, how do you say his last name? Bear, Bear, fuck. I think he's Romanian or something. I can't say these names. Or Turkish? Berigzin? Ber- Ber- anyway, um, somebody probably has his Twitter or something. I've retweeted him a couple of times. He's um, He's been covering a lot of that stuff too, so check that guy out. Scarecrow uh, says, congrats on another win. They've been doing a lot of fucking around. Now they're in for a world of finding out. Let's get some scalps. Yeah, we're going to be doing some stuff. Once I... Um, you know, because I have to. St- I live here still. I still have to. Li- I can't move away. I'm not moving away. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have. I won't have any. I don't have any restrictions on my travel or or you know timings or anything like that anymore. So we are um, looking at. We got. We got to take this on tour, baby. That's. It's what has to happen. It's the. It's the most natural, obvious step. How are we gonna? How are we gonna level up as a gang? You know. If we can't, like, move about the country nationally in, like, uniformed, angry, skull mask fashion, having rallies and parties and where there's people laughing and having a good time and saying, fuck you, and... I mean, we... I mean... Or we could just stay home on the internet forever. I mean, that's fun, too. Nah, I like the first option. (laughs) Let's get to party bus! The Bigot Party Bus. The Bill Bad Banner Bigot Express Bus. With. <laughs> Colbert's mom knows a guy. Styles says, here's to you, here's to me, here's to Dags and Jeremy, and if by chance you don't agree, and he left it blank, gee, I wonder what he meant, what he put was in there. says the process has always been the punishment. Congrats. God love you, bud. They picked the wrong men to fuck with. We're not the right ones, dude. If it helps you, man, I won't stop you. Sergeant Rock says, I had to laugh hard the other day watching the PM leaving through the back door of a so-called work. The man is the champion of hide-and-seek, but is a fucking coward. A walk in, this, in the snow is coming. We were laughing about this the other night with uh, Ferry and the Danger Cats. With Uncle Hack and Sam Walker popped in surprise time, and Edgy was there. <laughs> we were having a good laugh. And we were like, a great heel would be if the... Imagine if the Prime Minister just pulled a heel turn... He just he just comes out to like Stone Cold's music and he's like he's he's extreme he's far right now. 
<laughs> and we're like, dude, all the signs are there. He he put on these incredibly unapologetic, super offensive, racist costumes like five times. He doesn't. He didn't do it once. It wasn't an accident. He enjoys it. He likes to do it. He has fun with it. And Im- <laughs> imagine you're at a Halloween party and one of your friends came dressed like that. <laughs> we would all laugh, you know. We would all laugh. <laughs> the one black guy there would laugh the hardest. <laughs> but everyone pretends, oh my God, oh, this is so despicable. It's just because the liberals champion themselves as like, they're not like that. They're so much better than everyone and they would never do anything. So, you know, if he had if he had just been a huge dick his whole life and not given a fuck, he, imagine, imagine what he could have been. Imagine, imagine Dark Justin. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I mean, he doesn't have a friend in the world right now, guys. <laughs> Imagine that plot twist. I gotta get the right tune. Where is it? Yeah, this is the one, I think, right? Imagine that. He needs our help, guys. Your polling has dropped quite alarmingly. Your friends are abandoning you. Your wife has left you. And soon, Apple Man will take the throne. There are things that can be done. If you would just kiss the scepter. Come with us, Dark Justin. We can save you. We can make you more powerful than you've ever imagined being. Or you can just be a cock, and I mean, all of those people are fucking your girl, and Apple Man. I mean, my God. How do you live? How do you do? You must be on a lot of Percocets. So, you know, this is your only chance. You must join us. Politically speaking. <laughs> I think we should send that to him. I think that's a compelling offer. You know? What else has he got to do? <laughs> He's just doing coke with Philip all the time anyway. He could be super useful if he if he went if he went dark side, you know? He could be really good, actually. Nice redemption arc, you know? He is part communist. I mean, his dad was Cuban. Treason is in the blood. Like, he could definitely... Dude, 
He, we can manipulate it. We're just going to start kissing his ass a little bit and feeling bad for him. Talking about how, how, you know, how he was done wrong. Everybody's ganging up on him, you know? They don't appreciate him for what he's done. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So finally, somebody gets it. <laughs> Soon. I'm going to get into his head. And I'm going to twist him around and make him my puppet. And then I'm going to strap a suicide vest on him. And then I'm going <laughs> to... Send him back into the building. <laughs> he's wearing a Hamas headband. He's all wired up. Daglon flag. Oh, I didn't see this coming. Wow. <laughs> Season four is crazy. <laughs> is Dark Justin as gay as the regular? Um, That's a good question. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's pretty... I mean, that's a lot of... I don't know. Maybe he goes straight. Maybe he just becomes like a total... I don't know. He's hanging out with... <laughs> no, he He can't be our friend. If he's friends with Zio Jesus, that guy's evil. Did Greg make a season four poster yet? I don't know, but he knows... He. I mean, he's something he should probably be thinking about if he wants to keep his job that he doesn't get paid for. <laughs> All the time. Sometimes we pay him a, a li not nearly enough, but I mean, usually it's for f yeah for free. All right. Jenstein <laughs> uh, says first class ticket to Vancouver. Well, I'll let you guys know as soon as we're uh, ready to you know kick something off. But uh, I st we got a, I got a lot of shit to do here still, obviously, and I still have these other you know a couple of cases and you know. It's literally just been a few hours, okay? It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. I can't just snap my fingers and slap together, cobble together some kind of cross-national fucking road bigot circus. <laughs> it's going to take some doing. It's going to take more than this. <laughs> I'm going to have to actually, I'll have to put on grown-up pants. So I'll start with that. And I'll start, we'll see, I'll put grown-up pants on and then I'll see how I feel about it. It may, it may be the key to everything. I don't know. It might be like the Lord of the Rings, the man with the pants. Because uh, you know what? You guys can laugh as much as you want, but I guarantee you 70% of you guys wearing this right, watch this right now. You're wearing sweatpants and you're not wearing pants at all. Or what pants you're wearing. You've had them on for a few days, haven't you? Yep. Don't lie. Shut up. Shut up. And, you know, I, I could go on. I can see all of you. I can see right into your house. Did you not know that? There's backdoor software in, in here, and it's like all of your webcams and t smart TVs and phones are turned on, too. That's just a... F and, man, there's a lot of fat people. There's a lot... <laughs> I'm sending schizo stare guy after all of you. He's going to chase you until you fall down. And, you know, you're not going to be able to run for long. You know, He's going to get you, and he's going to make you climb those stairs for a million hours in a row. It's going to be very illegal. We're, we're probably going to go to jail for this. It's going to be like old school. There's just going to be a van. He's going to nearly run you over with it. <laughs> Men will jump out. There'll be a bag over your head, taser, the whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, Mo Sislax says, the baby has been running sleep deprivation tactics on me, so I've been catching up on Spotify. Wish I didn't fully agree with everything you're saying, but I do. I wish I didn't believe everything I was saying. <laughs> I, doesn't, bring me, uh, doesn't bring me a lot of joy either. Um... 
Yeah, the babies will do that, man. A couple of friends just had them, and uh, they're, they're something else. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. It goes by so fast. It's so cliche, and everybody knows that, but it's so true. They go by so quick. You know, my oldest boy is almost 10. Like, it was quick, man. And, uh, yeah, that lasts about three months. <laughs> Sorry to say. That's probably where Greg Arcade is right now. <laughs> lasts a few months, and uh, and they, they start. Oh, it's about three, four months they usually start sleeping through the night, I think, or at least mine did. But uh, before that, yeah, you're up every two hours, every two or three hours for, for weeks on end. and You still have to go to work, and, you know, it's great. <laughs> it's super not. You don't remember a lot of it. There's a lot of sweatpants being worn in that time. You know, there's a lot of puke being cleaned up, and there's just shitty diapers everywhere, and everyone's half asleep. <laughs> we have anything to eat. Did we eat? What is this? What day is now? I fuck. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll go to Tim Hortons. What do you want? What do you want? Crack cocaine? Okay. Look and see if they have that. Give me your strongest coffee you've ever made. And then put speed in it. Not for her, for me. <laughs> we can't be given the gate the baby speed? Yet? Man of Breezy says keep enjoying the milkshakes. I will. I will get diabetes. I like chocolate, I like vanilla, I like banana, I like strawberry, I like all kinds of milkshake flavors. They is all very tasty. <laughs> Bad Grandpa says, I'd like to purchase an indulgence for cheese for my chihuahua. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'll allow it. It's not for the Chihuahua. You're lying. This is for you. You're all. You're trying to blame it on Chippy. That's the name of the Chihuahua, I assume. You're trying to say this is what Chippy wants, and you're. You think I'm just going to go easy on you? Well, I'm. I see right through your cheese scam, bad grandpa. Right through it. Island Jason says I know a guy on Vancouver Island who smokes a wicked dag brisket. If you come out west, you must visit Viagalon. Where is that? I'll try to make a I'll try to make a time of it. It's not going to be like I mean, I would plan to be gone for a month probably. And that's something I was like how do I, what do I do with the stream then? Do I I think what we'll do, what I'd like to do, I'd have like well, I'm going to bring some people with me obviously. Somebody's like stop by and see Derek. I'm like he has to come. He's it's not negotiable. He's being kidnapped or he's coming one way or the other. Um, you know, we can just film and record shit like on the road while we're, you know, while we're going and make all kinds of shenanigans. And <laughs> I don't know if I'll record and upload what we do, or maybe I'll just fucking paywall that shit, make it a special, you know, you got to pay extra for that. The road rage content, you know, um, or I'll, I don't know. I'll keep doing these streams periodically off through my laptop and I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be a blitz. The offensive, the ground offensive, the first Diagolonian ground offensive begins soon. I'm just going to keep delaying it just like the Israelis. It's coming soon. We're going to do it soon. Except they, I think, did invade. I think they are. They did start that this afternoon or this evening or whatever the time zone is was. But early, uh, early this afternoon, it seems to have been kicked off there. Chad RM says, I stumbled across your site and show back in August. Thanks for everything you do. Best of luck going forward. Nice. Right on, Chad. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. Remember I used to have all those stupid... Do I have that one? Probably not. 
I'm going to spend five minutes looking for it just to play it. I don't even have it. I don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, there's peop- new people coming in all the time, like I said. I, yeah, stumbled I stumbled across it. How, exactly? <laughs> Those are always interesting stories to me. They're always, like, uh, it's never, like, a nice, wholesome. <laughs> it's always something. Well, I was arguing with somebody on the Internet about mass murder. <laughs> Your name came up. You know, this is why my mom is proud of me. You know, she's really, you know, she's happy. Plutonimus says, I have a special request. Can we hear Lucky Larry O'Looney do the cry of the Diagaloon? You'll hear it when you hear it. It comes up when he comes. There, he's around. He's always around. As long as you guys are sending money, he's not going anywhere. I think he's, uh dipping into the tail if you know what i mean he's got that long beak whatever noises you make man on the mountain says i'm back i went to texas and tried breathing liquid air can't do it that's a real thing isn't it i think i've heard of this god no i couldn't fucking do that either went to illinois where i woke up with a cockroach crawling up my arm nice left the hotel to find five brothers taking selfies on the hood of my dodge charger rental car nice stopped in seattle to homo so i'm back in alberta with the re yeah the rest of them so you did whiffets (laughs) yeah yeah, they're into it too. The loons are into the whippets. They don't mind it at all. PP noises. What are you talking about over here? Uh, Odyssey? Okay, let's see what the guys are saying over here. Soaker City says, I'll shoot this theory out there. The Laurentian elite actually keep us a bit safe from Zionists as much as you hate them. Uh, he's talking about the Prime Minister. His wasp shit lib ass is actually much better than the American regime. On that issue, that's true. That is true. They actually are, uh, I think, closet xiophobes. <laughs> I think that's what they are. Because they always try to get away with what they can until, you know, the right just goes, I'm a chosen people. They just, till it, till it goes, okay. They, they exploit it as much as they can. They get, as, they get away with as much as they can with it, which is like, it's curious to me. So, um, but yeah, th- th- these guys coming in, the conservatives, they're going to be so much worse. Uh, we're going to be at war probably, and they're going to make the worst fucking decisions imaginable. They already are making the worst decisions imaginable. They're weak, pathetic, cowardly meatheads. They're just imbeciles, you know. They're, they're, more, they're more concerned with the activities and the goings-on and the social world of homosexuals than anything else. Uh, I'm not, uh, not expecting big things out of them. Jay Khan says, I don't see many people making quality streams like yours. Keep up the good work. Oh, thanks, man. I don't know. Compared to who? Compared to what? I, I've really tried to turn it into a thing, I guess. It's just it's been years of this, dude. What is this, year four? I think. And uh, uh funny enough, the original idea was to just kind of I was gonna kind of gimmick this for a bit and develop some stuff and then go out on the road anyway. It just took many years to do because I kept getting arrested. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we, this was supposed to happen a long time ago, but we'll get to it. 
we'll get to it. And uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll try and do both, a little bit of both. Soaker City says, Buffy St. Marie is officially not native. What? Hey, nana, ho, ho, hine. Hey, nana, ho, no. Is that what he's doing? Buffy St. Marie is officially not native. I don't know who that or what that is, but there you have it. It's probably true. I read it on the internet from an anonymous person. <laughs> um, Jen C says, I can't wait to tell my Cirque wife I'm going to see the Rage Tour. <laughs> Yeah, that does seem like that's that does seem like that's going to happen um, eventually, very soon, within the next uh, little bit. What's going on on YouTube? I don't even. I have a bunch of shit I can get into, but I'm not sure what to do tonight. Really, I've kind of been busy with all this shit. And now I got to. I've been packing shit up, and I got to. I wasn't paying much attention. <laughs> I assume. I assume everything's still stupid and gay. Let's see. Hmm. Where do we begin? Oh, well, speaking of stupid and gay, this is, uh, why not? I saw Colbert's mom was in the chat there earlier. Let's talk about Toronto for a minute. <laughs> that was an accident, but I wish that would happen right now. I wish I would be saved from what I'm about to show you. The GDTI, the Gender Diversity Trans Inclusion Project, is so uh, important to me, and I feel so attached to it, uh, is not only because I'm a gay male, but uh, just in the past few months... Is this a hostage video? Uh, my previous niece has come out as non-binary. So I call her my previous niece because niece is no longer appropriate. So the two of us sort of put our heads together, did some research, and we came up with the word nibbling. Which if you Google it, you, might, you may or may not find that it's a, a non-binary uh, way to, to call your uh, niece or nephew. Thank God it's over. Uh, I kind of blacked out. What did he say? So that's the cops in Toronto. Just so you know. That's what's going on over there. It's good. It's good stuff. Uh, what else? Anything I want to get right away? <laughs> you want to see uh, someone scream at Hillary Clinton for like three minutes? It's actually pretty awesome. Check it out. Struck by the hypocrisy of this. Two more people I, I to hear from. I'm sorry. You, you have a the, chance. Well, the, I'm not sorry. The, the hip, sit down. I, I know you're not sorry. That's people, the point. The hypocrisy of this talk. speech. The I'm hypocrisy of the fact that. Frank what, what do you have? Can you please? Can you, is can you, so she's doing what's called filibustering. She's going to just keep talking over him so no one can really hear or make sense of what's being said on either side because there's too much noise, just a lot of yelling. And she'll just carry this on until he's removed. Uh, she has no intention of talking to this guy. Like this, this is what they all do, and it makes them look superior, and then they're hauled away and like, oh, can you believe these people? And everyone goes, oh, yeah, the loud man was dumb and stupid, unlike me who is smarter, you know? Um... So, yeah, just this is what they're doing. Like, it's one of their little moves, one of their little tricks that they do. Make a statement about President Joe Biden's speech. This is a clearly is warmongering speech. President Joe Biden is calling for $100 billion of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine. And we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here. And, okay. I'm yes. sorry. You know, yes. this is not what, what, this is not no, the way no, to have no, a conversation. I'm sorry. If you want my, to have my, a conversation, you're welcome to come <laughs> you, talk to you me can, afterwards. You can sit here. Okay. That's something else they all say, and uh, they almost never mean it. 
Uh, I think there's a guy. I don't. I I just saw this briefly, so I don't want to fuck this up. Um, there's a there's a fellow in New Brunswick who's a cool guy, Jacob Buston. You guys might know see this guy around. He's been going hard on the environmental stuff. There's a lot of fucking messed up environmental stuff happening in Canada too, by the way, guys, which is also really fucked up and something I really don't like either. Because um, if we ruin where we live, uh, we can't fucking live here anymore, can we? So that sucks, and that's really annoying. So let's not do that. Anyway, he cornered one of these one of these people on it and they're like oh yeah just we'll we'll have a conversation about it we'll come fucking and then they oh yeah cool and then what then now now he's like blocked him and is hiding everywhere from him and he's getting all his people to like email him and call him just not letting him go it's amazing so you know just let you know they they they, it's an act like these people are all fake they're basically actors okay they're playing a character and the character is called politician person and they're all the same character basically and they're all really shitty like they're shitty they're shitty. They're like, um, you know, those people you see in TV shows, and you're like, oh my god, you're like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. And you're like, every time he talks, like I fucking can't wait until this little twerp dies. When is he gonna die, man? Fuck! That's that's who politicians are, and uh, that's the character they play. And the game is who can play the character the best, and who is the best at playing the character of politician person. That's the one that gets to be in charge. It's a it's a skilled game, and that's why you see these these people like um, herself, our prime minister, and Apple Man, and so on. They're they're up there because they're the best at these bullshit techniques, which make them appear powerful when they aren't. It makes them appear wise when they aren't. It's a it's a it's an illusion. It's a complete fraud. I really don't like them, guys. I uh, I think that's pretty obvious, but I feel like if I say it enough times, and I just yell about it long enough, that God Himself will become tired of my complaining and destroy these people. Right, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna yeah. you're gonna wait for me, right? I, I, please, I, I don't. I do you, not believe you. And I will you. listen to you. And I, do, I will respond I to you. I do not believe you. But Respectfully, right. I do not believe you. Well, and the fact of the matter is that the yes. American people's voice are what need to be heard. Yeah, because, they are being because heard. Because our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are you. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. Now we're gonna sit down, peasant. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop working on behalf of human rights. I'm going to exercise my free speech. But until, it's not, until it's I'm not free speech when you this, are disrupting yes, everybody it is. else's opportunity. It is free speech. Speak. This is free speech, everyone. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people t- c- constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. You, the, the incredible hypocrisy. You know, Tell maybe me, you John could actually... Went with Eleanor Roosevelt to bring this Declaration of the Rights of Man. John Foster Dulles was involved. I would like it better if he didn't sound like he was about to cry the whole time. That would be probably be a little more commanding. So, again, word of advice. Try to take some deep breaths and stay, you know, a little more calm. When you get all shrill and feminine, like, hysteria like this, it's much easier for people to dismiss you. With the CIA. Oh, yeah. Well, you're brilliant in your oh, historical yes. uh, cherry-picking. I love that this is like this is like a wrestling promo now. They're, sh- they're just shooting back and forth. Regime. Oh, please, listen. could you please inform me about the United States? Okay, we- Coming up on SummerSlam, Hillary Clinton fights a hummingbird. Will you Not just yelling about it. So, Frank, I want to turn to you because 
You are from Uganda, and Uganda is It just keeps going. This kid just won't give it up. It's great, though. Somebody should record like someone should save this clip because it's like this is that moment in time where it's like people are like they always do this. They go back and through history and like, I can't believe, why didn't anybody warn anyone? How did this happen and nobody noticed and nobody said? No, they always do in every war and every time. In World War One, and World War Two, and Vietnam and the Gulf War and the Iraq War, massive amounts of people were like, no, thank you. Nope, not this. This is fucking crazy. They were made to do it anyway. But right up until it happened, there was people like this in the street Yelling just like this. Well, I'm sorry, but some of us are on Team America despite our flaws and our yes, problems. Yes, that, that's me. Like she's got 50 years of experience and training and workshops and experts and psychologists and the CIA and all these fucking people to make her better at what she does. So it's like, you know, he walked into that one since so she brought up America. She's already got a pre she, she's probably said this a thousand times in her career. You know what I mean? Despite our flaws and our yes, problems. Yes, that's me. See, the seals like that one. It's like doing stand-up or like playing music. Like she's got a hit collection. They've all got like zingers that they always they're gonna land every time. They've got the they've got the hits. You know, they've got the bullets with them. Yeah. You have to stop right now. You have to say, wait, every person on this stage has risked their life, their income, their reputation. Well, careful now. Their careers, and what have you done other than stand up and This would be a perfect time to, like, then he pulls his shirt open and reveals a bunch of, like, purple hearts and war medals. Be like, oh, I don't know this baby, bitch. Where the fuck were you? Getting rich? He's got a prosthetic leg or something. You know what I mean? That's why I like try to encourage like any of the vets that I know and guys I know that are like-minded and they see what's going on in this. It's like, dude, use that. You earned it. You earned, We earned the fucking right, dude. We got blown the fuck up. People shot at us. They killed our friends, dude. And it was bullshit. And there's going to be people like this telling us to shut the fuck up. And people that are on our team... And, they're, and, and, like, that guy's with you. He's on our team. Like, he sees this shit. This is wrong. This is fucked up. And and this, these fucking coven of witches are going to sit up there and go, excuse me, what have you fucking done? That's when we're supposed to show up and get in front of that guy and go, you fucking bitch, you want to get at him, you're going to go through us. Because I'm pretty sure we earned the fucking right 
to say these things and for you to fucking hear them. So if he wants to say them on our behalf, you're going to sit there. You're going to shut the fuck up. You're going to slam shut your mouth just like your dusty old cunt's been slammed shut for, I don't know, a couple of decades by the look of you. And you're going to shut up and you're going to listen to it. Okay, millionaire? You should be probably prosecuted for war crimes and executed. Any day of the year. I'll respond. What I have done is I have asked Hillary Rodham Clinton to denounce the president's openly warmongering, suicidal, idiotic speech. And I've given my answer. I will not do that. So that's the end of our conversation. And that's the thing. Like, like why? What what did you think was going to happen? I'll ask her to denounce it. Like, well, she's not going to. She's just going to do this. But the point is, like, if you're going to do that, you should be trying to extract something from them. Like some kind of admission. You want to make them look bad. Something. Like, there's, you're, you're getting something on camera. Like, a lot of the people were doing with, uh, you know, Apple Man, with PP, Thory's campaign. He was asked about the UN Sustainable Development Goals. He said, I've never heard of those. I don't know what those are. I've only voted on them. I'll have to check here. Yeah, it looks like uh, four times. Yep. Number of times I voted for them. I just never read the bill. I, <laughs> I, I just didn't uh, actually read it. Just voted on it. Or, you know, the trans queen drag weird pervert sex dick in your face story time fiasco people. A lot of the guys were going to these events and asking him about that. And he's like, mm, yeah, I'm going to look into that. Oh, absolutely. And what did he ever say? Nope. Nope. Hey, PP, what about the uh, National Citizens Inquiry and all the all the dead fucking children? And say, mm, yeah, I'm going to look into that. I'm really. Are you? No, you're not, though, are you? No. Not really. Um, so those, you know, getting stuff like that on, on video is valuable because you can prove it to people and then erode their support away because there's a lot of good people that think people like him are looking out for them. That is not true. They are looking out for them. He's trying to win at a game called politics, careerist politics. His entire life's ambition has been to be prime minister. He wrote about it when he was a little child. 19, 20 years old, was he? It's a game they're playing to maximize their influence and power and control to get to the biggest chair so they can vacuum the most money and their heads can feel and their dicks can feel as big as they can. They'll say anything to you they need to say. They'll lie through their teeth. They'll fake cry. They get any dude. They're most of those people. Many of them, I would argue, are probably sociopaths or psychopaths. I don't know how they can do the things they do and not be. The things they lie about every day. It's it, like they have no attachment to reality. Why is everyone so angry? You don't even fucking live here with the rest of us, dude. If you have to ask why we're angry, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't be the fucking guy. Like, did you just get out of bed? Are you the guy that's like, you know, rolls under the job site like, what time is it? What's going on? Why is everybody so angry? It's 1130. And uh, we've got a, a little bit of a situation here. 
Oh, well, here's what I think we should do. I, we don't, I don't think I need to hear from you. You don't even know what the fucking problem is. You just, you just woke up. We're on it, okay? Why don't you go back to bed? No, they just need more power. The government interference study, guess what? We need more control of the internet. That's what's going on. That's, oh, look, a couple of fat people. In response to growing concerns about foreign interference in Canada. <gasps> That's where I love. The House of Commons Ethics Committee is calling on the government to adopt measures to combat misinformation online, otherwise read as information they don't like and want to have go away. On Tuesday, the Standing Committee on Access to Information, Privacy, and Ethics, I'm sure they're the embodiment of those qualities, recently released a report focusing on foreign interference tactics employed by the People's Republic of China and Russia. The report also delves into allegations of communist China's interference in past Canadian elections, as well as a donation to the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation by a Chinese businessman. Mm. Mm. The committee claims social media platforms were accountable for publishing false or misleading information. Additionally, legislators called on the government to develop policies to support the We can't have this, no! <laughs> like, the, the everyone has access to the internet, Okay. Um, it's basically replaced the town square. Uh, we used to have like, um, central gathering points in our towns and villages and cities, even, uh, before we lived as electronic slave consumers like we do now. And, uh, if people had something to say, they would go down there and, you know, gather everybody up and say it. And there was no ban on who the fuck was allowed to do that or not. And that's what you're trying to do in a digital way. So you guys can just go out and complain to no one. and Like, who are you going to go talk to? You're going to go downtown? You're, there's, everyone's at home on their tablets and their pods consuming the internet because that's where they live now. They don't live in the, in the world now. They live on the internet now. We all do for hours every day. That's where most people get most of their information. So if you're denied access to where most people get most of their information... And that's where they say, they come up with these cute phrases like, you might have freedom of speech, <laughs> but you don't have freedom of reach. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't, okay. Fuck. We just need to control the internet more. Oh, sure. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? And these fake motherfuckers, man. Back. Let's go back to peeps for a minute. I'm going to be fucking coming after him now. He's texting my girlfriend. I guess you didn't get the fucking message the first time, Millhouse. I don't like this. I don't like this. She tells me to go grift somewhere else. Like, this just bothers the fuck out of me. There's something so insulting and infuriating about all of this. I wonder if anybody knows what it is or what, you know, I'm going to explain why. And I, I bet somebody's going to be like, that's what it is. 
See if you can read this. Does it get bigger? Does it get bigger? No, that's what she said. <clears throat> Hi, Morgan. It's conservative leader PP. A year ago, blah, 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 grift. Can you give me $15? Again, people want to complain about grifters. Politicians are the biggest fucking grifters anyone's ever seen. They don't do anything for anyone. They're completely, par- they're just, they've replaced uh, what leaders were supposed to do and they put these, you know, robot parasites in there instead. These so- psychopathic actors that want to play politician and see who could be the best pet dog to the empire. They're going to get the best dog bed. At the foot of the seat of the emperor. You fucking clown. Anyway. First of all, asking, just cold call asking for money via text message. Second of all, this is obviously the party. This is, like, do you see how they said, they didn't say, Hi, Morgan, this is the Conservative Party of Canada. And we're here to, we would like to ask you, I wouldn't have a problem with that because that's honest. Are we to believe this is at, this is literally this is Millhouse just he's just there on the toilet like hey Morgan can you send me fifteen dollars? Obviously fucking not. So why are we pretending this? This is like one of those lines you call like lonely fucking old men will call a sex line and some woman named fucking whatever you want her name to be will pretend to be in love with you for 10 minutes. Everyone knows it's a lie, but we're all, everyone's just like, we just need this right now. I just need to pretend. Like, why are you just saying that's definitely not you? So... That they engage in these kind of manipulative fucking mind games because most people, most of their audience, uh, are dumb and see this and go, oh my God, really? Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. They're tricking people into sending them money because they think PP himself has requested it. (gasps) PP texted me. He used my real name. Oh, look. He's used my real name and everything, and oh, there's a little link here. I would love to help him. I'm 84 years old. Everything about these people is just so dishonest and just disrespectful and pathetic and weak. And Oh, my God. Like, my skin crawl. Everything about them is repulsive. How could anybody be associated with these fucks? <laughs> And just to top it off, I thought this was fun. There's another one. This is a sad, and this is the whole, you know, the whole party. By the way, this is one of the Saskatoon MPs, conservative. The 2.3 million immigration backlog, backlog, isn't just a long wait time. It hurts local businesses who are dependent on key specialists. Oh, so the city's being hurt by the government's lack of not bringing enough refugees and migrants into the country fast enough. That's one of the conservatives' gripes right now, is we're not getting enough. We're not getting enough. It's too slow. It's too slow, say the conservatives. Brad? What kind of name is Ready Cop? It's not real. It's not a real name, sir. That's not a real name, and that's not a real position. Your name is fake, and uh, what you're saying is fake. Everything about you is fake. I don't like fake people. Get the fuck out. Get out of Diagonal. 
you wouldn't have the first you wouldn't be the first man to have this shoved right up his ass, okay? It's made out of brass. It's cold. <laughs> more faster legally. We need more migrants faster and legally. We need more. We need all of Bangladesh to live in your house. That's the only way we won't be racist. Powerful paychecks for Indian truck drivers. Common sense for communists. I mean for Canada. I mean for I mean what's the difference really? Craig Blackmore, what's up, man? He says, hopefully you can attend the annual bitch and border bigot bash. We'll schedule it around you. <laughs> when do you normally do that? Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to do a lot of thinking about when this is gonna be. Uh, Mo Sislax's deep fry killery. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's a frightening person. Uh, Jensen says that poor guy is already dead. Yeah, <laughs> probably is. She's probably thinking that in her head, like I'm gonna fucking have him killed. She's had a lot of people killed allegedly. Uh, CRJ says I feel like that's Hillary's body double. The eyebrows match. She looks wildly different to it. There's a lot of that weird shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to get. I can only handle so many, so many things at once. And I'm still recovering from my revel. I mean, that's true. I'm positive that's true. That our, the lost civilization of Hyperborea is buried under the ice in Antarctica, when the planet was hit by a, there was a celestial event. There was also a volcano erupted. There's a bunch of times the Earth went like whoa, and it got fucked. And entire continents got flooded with fucking from all the water getting sloshed around. You ever? <laughs> Like jumping in a bathtub, you know what I mean? It makes a mess, right? Except where all the water lands, there's civilizations and stuff. But the one on the South Pole might have got wonk, and now it's covered in ice. It would have been flash frozen. Those people would be dead under the ice right where they, like, mid-sandwich, you know? That's why they won't let us in. That's why they can, no one can go there. That's why every, every world, everybody's guarding it. Every military in the world won't let anybody go in there. You can't fly over it. You can't go near it. You can't look at it. You can't pay to go there. It's big secret. Wonder what it is. And then there's all those photos of like, that's a pyramid. I mean, that's a two by two by two by two perfect kilometer. It's a fucking, like, just like in the Giza pyramids. Look at that. That's weird. Those are all over the world, too? Huh, that's fucking weird. Why can't we go there? Why can't I look in the eyes? <laughs> it's just some traumatized guy there. Like, you don't want to look in the eyes, man. You don't want to fucking do that, man! He's, like, out of his mind. He's just called Crazy Roy now. He just guards the vault. That lets you in to see what it is. He's the only one that's looked at it and lived. He won't let anyone else go in, but he's still working up the courage to see if he can go back in a second time. Science is just... Every, everyone else is just too much of a bitch, and everyone's just kind of waiting to see what happens. You can't handle what's in there, man. I don't know, Roy. Think I can. They send in a bunch of Delta Force guys who's just screaming and then silence. Roy's the only one that can go in and out. He refuses to say what it is. So I don't know. Antarctica. Boring. <laughs> it's like the world's biggest open mystery, and no one seems to be interested in it at all. Why is it? We're on the, like, World War III's happening, right? Are they going to still cooperate down there? Are the Chinese and the Russians and the Americans and the British all just going to be like, Soy Antarctica is truce, duh? 
Yes, I believe we are on Antarctica rules. You don't kill me, old chap, and I'm not fond of killing you. Instead, I say we ride out this whole thing drinking scotch in the ice. <laughs> the Russians and the Chinese are fine with it. Except the American guy is a homosexual, and the other three guys are really, like, uh, I don't know. I feel weird about what this is going to be like trapped in here with him for I don't know how long. <laughs> Now, you could say that's being phobic, but I didn't mention that he's also had multiple complaints placed against him for sexual harassment at work. He's one of those ones, okay? So he's not like, he's, he's rapey, is what I'm saying, okay? So they gotta, like, everyone, there's got to be one guy awake at all times. It's not all it's all cracked up to be. Now they're like, you know what? I think I'm going back. I'd rather go to the war. I'd rather go to the war. I don't think I'd, you know what? I'd rather do that. Don't leave me here with him. If he goes, Boris, Boris kill himself. Boris will not live like this. All right, what are we talking about? I'm just rambling. Richard Payne says, 338 did a poll, and the CPC base is split nearly 50-50 on supporting Israel's war. That's surprising. I don't believe that. I think it's probably more like 80-20. Uh, liberals are more Zionist than CPC base now. Very interesting. I'd call that a white pill. Didn't expect that at all. Well, liberals have always been, uh, usually on the other side. I don't, where did you see this? Who's 3-3? I want to take a look at this. Jen Steen says, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Well, that's a shame. Space King says, today was the second day of the ground invasion and the IDF got their ass handed to them. <laughs> uh, I think it started this like in earnest this morning. They did some kind of probing raids, probably to like, you don't just charge in head first. You, there's, but the the main body of the attack has gone in today. It looks like, and uh, yeah, there, it doesn't sound like it's going that great. <laughs> App Perception says, "Congrats on the cases, public apologies, and big paydays should be coming your way." Nope, neither of those things will be. Uh, he says, "At least some money, anyway." Yeah, that's another thing. You can't really sue anyone in Canada. It's so fucking hard to do, and they can get away with so much. It's insane. Um, You'd you'd think like oh they can just they can't just charge you with a bunch of shit and do all of this and drag you around and then go never mind can they yeah they can absolutely they can in Canada they can and they just did isn't that nice um, Chelsea says can you get a nationwide warrant on PP uh, harassment for your lady I think I should I think I should he's asking her for money too he thinks he's like what is this for what for sex that's what I think he's asking for fucking Booty picks for $15. They're worth a lot more than $15, Millhouse. All right? You're going to at least fucking 150 <laughs> Photo. We need money. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't accept a thousand. Um, Chelsea says there was once... An Irishman with balls made of fine brass in stormy weather. They clung together and sparks flew out of his ass. Wow. That sounds like a very uncomfortable and difficult life. Brad says, uh, this is the good Brad, not the loser Brad. You're doing great, kid. How many Brads are there? There was a lot of Bradleys. There's probably a lot of Bradleys going to get blown up in the Middle East here real soon. We all caught up? Let's look at that. Let's, let's look at that. Hey, let's look at this. Fox News alert tonight. 
Israel's ground invasion of Gaza has finally begun. Israeli tanks are now inside the Gaza Strip. And Israeli combat specialists have begun launching raids against Hamas targets all over the border. The Israeli government says tonight's the night. Hamas will feel our wrath tonight. And I think all the international community who saw the crimes, the atrocities that Hamas is responsible for, should be supporting Israel. We are going You've killed 10,000 people in the last two weeks, buddy. ...going to destroy Hamas, and in doing so, I think we're eradicating a, a despicable enemy of all humanity. We're eradicating an enemy of humanity. Right on. Just moments ago, Israel's naval battalion, the Flotilla 13, can... Oh, are those, are those the grenade boys? Are those the spicy boat boys that took fucking 900 rounds to shoot two guys treading water in the middle of the sea? Oh, and five hand grenades? Oh, and a, and a 125-round belt of ammunition out of a out of a fucking M240? What else? Was there an airstrike called in? Those guys? The special forces? The Israeli special forces? Them boat boys? Them boat boys! Yeah, they're fucking high speed, dude. Wow, I was so impressed. They're all going to get fucking killed. Conducted a siege in southern Gaza. Heavy gunfire was exchanged. Watch. They're just shooting at nothing in the dark. That is terrible fire control. This is terrible. This is like... This was their, their fucking go-go reel they sent to the media to make them look cool. The source, it says right there, is the IDF. And they're like, look what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> I don't normally do this because, again, it's like my brain. I'm like, everybody knows this shit anyway. But a lot of people don't and probably are interested. So, like, let's, let's, I'll, let's go over how terrible this is. Just moments ago, Israel's naval battalion, the Flotilla 13... Damn boat, boys. ...conducted a siege in southern Gaza. Heavy gunfire was exchanged. Watch. That was too many rounds, okay? Too many at once. This is just trigger... This is just trigger slap shooting. This is terrible. This guy's just... This guy's just straight up holding the trigger down and just letting her go at whatever in the, in the night. That guy's just totally bah, 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 at nothing. So what? Like that? that <laughs> go back here. It looks like there's a guy crouched here firing. Okay, this is a drone flying, and they're all just standing there shooting at a berm. It looks like. Yeah, they're, so why they're shooting at a wall like 40 feet away. Why did Israel wait so long? Sources tell primetime. Oh, and there they are just destroying an entire city block. Like, these guys have no idea what they're doing. That hostage negotiations had collapsed because of... <laughs> hostage negotiations collapsed when the building they were being housed in collapsed on top of their heads. <laughs> from bombs from our jets, you're watching live Israel killing its own people, actually, Tom. Uh, they were right at the bottom of that firewall, but uh, the cinder blocks right down on the women's heads cracked them open like an egg. Of what Hamas was offering, the Israelis realized Hamas wasn't serious. 
and was just using the hostage negotiations to delay the ground invasions. No, this is propaganda. What they were waiting for was the Americans to get set up and have their air defenses put in place and their special forces guys on the ground and their advisors linked up with their units on the ground because the Americans, they're going to try to have them run this a lot of this operation because they have the know-how and the experience where the Israelis have done nothing but break the arms of children in the West Bank for the last 50 years. Pretty much. So, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're, that's what was they were buying time to bring in the American air power, uh, not not the lies that this clown just said. So now Israel has one focus, complete genocide, completely decimate the terrorist presence to their south. The IDF has shut out the lights in Gaza. Yep. No Internet, no cell phones. It's a blackout. No water and no food and no medicine, by the way. Uh, you left that part out. I wonder conspicuously. Israeli airstrikes achieved the highest level of kill rate of civilians since World War II of intensity so far in the war. A bunker buster bomb was dropped through a hospital, killing everyone inside in Gaza, an effort to demolish the tunnels. Bunker busters. I'm just winging this as I go. And every time he keeps talking, he can that is that's what they did. They dropped the fucking Moab through the hospital, <laughs> killed everybody. But he left that part out. You see how you can lie, you can tell the truth without, but, but lie at the same time? None, nothing, none of what he's saying is technically untrue, but because of the context he's saying it in, it paints a completely different picture of what's happening, and they're doing it on purpose. So they're, they're manipulating what's true, so you come away with the wrong impression. This person is a professional snake oil salesman. Trade 100 feet deep, explode horizontally and vertically. They were used in Afghanistan and in Iraq. And on the apartment complexes all over Gaza. This is what these buster bunker bombs look like in action. Now, we didn't have any, uh, we didn't have any orphanages we could use uh, to demonstrate just all military range targets to put your mind at ease. But, but rest assured, rest assured, those are primarily being used against groups of people and children and babies and not, you know, tanks and warplanes like you've just been seeing. That's that's not what they use them for. It'll remain surgical because of... <laughs> ah! Okay, I can't watch any more propaganda. Surgical, huh? Jeez, do I even have to go find a fucking picture of the city? It's, like, gone. The whole northern fucking... It's, like, 500 meters of Stalingrad. Everything's destroyed, man. Let's see some... Oh, yeah, I've got I've got a little bit of a video. Here's some of the surgical <laughs> surgery. You want to see what surgery looks like in wartime? Here's This is surgery. It's not terror bombing. It's surgery. They've just dropped, like... They've only dropped thousands and thousands and thousands of bombs. And they've been artillery night and day for weeks, you know. It's been like this around the clock for weeks. Surgery. Oh, they're just doing some more surgery. That's what we call blowing up hospitals and orphanages and schools and residential buildings. Surgery. Must be fun to be a surgeon. Iran's not super pumped about it, though. I, they're they're like, you know, they're a little upset, as you can imagine. I say frankly to the American statesmen who are now managing the genocide in Palestine that we do not welcome to expansion of the war 
in the region. But I warn, if the genocide in Gaza continues, they will not be spared from this fire. It is our home, and West Asia is our region. We do not compromise with any party and any side, and we have no reservation when it comes to our home's security. The genocide in Gaza must stop immediately. The forced displacement of the people of Gaza must be stopped immediately. No one's taking this seriously. Uh, all these countries are basically threatening war. Do you hear what they're saying? And they're just like, ah, what are they going to do? Or they want them to attack. Like, I don't, we're not avoiding this, guys. I don't see how this ends. I've already lived through this with Iraq. It's like, this is the same thing. It's like uh, you can you can see the the pieces being arranged and you know placed around a thing. It's like mousetrap, or it's dominoes or something. One, after it gets to a certain point, you're like, ah, fuck. There's no way out now. <coughs> or like, shut. Oh god, <coughs> I'm dying. I wish. <laughs> Once they get everything um, on track like that, man. Like, what, are they going to wake up tomorrow and go, you know what? I changed my mind. I totally, uh, I just got really emotional, you know? <laughs> Pull everybody back. Never mind. End the war. They're, neither side is going to stop now. So uh, I think we should probably just accept that uh, the inevitable is going to happen. Especially when, uh, and on the uh, Wednesday night, somebody messaged me, and I said, two more aircraft carriers? Yes. Almost half. So they have 11 of these carrier groups, I think, 11 or 12 or 10, something like that, 10, 11 or 12, which is like more than everyone in the world has. Um, some countries have one. America has fucking 12. And they're bigger and more powerful than ever. Yeah, anyway, fucking four of them are there now. And uh, you should know, like, so... One of these things, I don't know how what the payload is of aircraft. You'll have to talk to those geeks at Veterans for Freedom, those Navy weirdos, if you can catch them in between. They're fucking, they're always lunging with their tight shorts on, just lunging. I don't know why they do that, but they're always doing that. Just try to get in between when they're not doing that, and you can ask them uh, a little bit more about this stuff. But they have, so let's see, there's in one of these groups, in each one of them, as I understand it, it's like a package. So the way we'd fight on land uh, is similar to the way they do it at the sea. You don't just send one thing. It's not like just the infantry or just tanks. There's a, a, a whole bunch of things that complement each other uh, to make it work. You'll have both. You'll have engineering vehicles. You'll have logistics vehicles. You'll have a, a radio uh, signal jamming, you know, OSINT fucking crew. You've got uh, liaison people to, for airstrikes. You've got all kinds of shit <clears throat> all working interchangeably. You know, with, to, to mutually support each other. So you don't just send the aircraft carrier. So this carrier's got... Well, geez, I don't know. It looks like a couple dozen jets just on the deck. Some of them have holds underneath where there's more, and there's machine shops on here where they can repair them and put them. And there's all kinds of bombs and shit in there. And then back this motherfucker back here, they've got more of these. Some of these have like, uh, is it the baton or one of them has like five thousand marines on it, just in case we need to invade a city. Just in case we can do that too. And there's missile cruisers that can bomb the living shit out of every. Like they can just 
wreck you from the ocean. There's nothing you can do. Fire fucking hundreds of missiles off this boat. That's all it does. Like, that's all these boats do is just float around with a million fucking warheads on it just to level cities if they have to. So, and there's four of them. And they're, uh, let's see. So where are we at here? There's Iran right there. So the Strait of Hormuz is where, this is that right here. This is where they are. That's Iran. They're parked out front. Okay? They're not like nearby. They're not over here protecting Israel. They're not even down here in the Red Sea, nearby. They're not even over here in the Arabian Sea. They're in the fucking Gulf of Oman in the Strait of Hormuz, off as literally as close to Iran as they can be without touching it. Of course, to maximize the range of their fighters and stuff, because the further the farther away they are, these these jets they only have a fuel range of so far. So the closer you are, the longer the bombing range you have. So you want to get right in there. And the other threat is a lot of oil and. Uh, passes through here from the oil fields in here in Kuwait and Iraq and all of this like they look they get loaded on ships here and they go out into the world but they see this narrow tiny stretch that Iran uh you don't need a very big navy to control this this is like Gibraltar up here in, in uh we talked with in World War II this was key here for the Mediterranean see, that's it that's the only way in right if you control that you control who gets in and out of this whole ocean the only other way over here was the uh this uh strait here Tons of shipping goes in and out. That's why Egypt has been rich for so long. Um, to get that part of the world connected to this one by the sea, which is what everyone wants to use, you got to go through here. It's like you got to pay the toll, baby. <laughs> you know, it's like license to steal, bitch. What are you gonna do? Uh, so if this war happens, this is all gonna be a fucking war zone. Nothing's gonna come out of here. The oil prices are gonna be supply and demand. Way less supply. Guess what happens? Demand. Cha ching. Five dollars a barrel. So that's fun. Let's look forward to that. And uh, yeah, so I guess this whole city here, you can see it on the, you can see it from space. You see how gray all that is? That's the urban center. That's the pavement and the cement and the concrete. See how different it is? You can see it from a sky. Because when you get real close, look how fucking dense this is. You want to fight here? You want to... Oh, where are they? Oh, geez, I don't know. Uh, in here somewhere. Uh, down here, just somewhere. They're somewhere in this endless fucking city that goes all the way to Egypt. What? Maybe they're in here. Oh, they're in there. Maybe. Okay, maybe they're over here. How many more? Oh, millions more. Just keeps going. It's just the biggest, just a massive, giant, fucking huge mega city of two million people in walls, and you've got some perimeter farms and stuff here. But generally, just a giant fucking endless stretch of urban combat hell. Oh, yeah. And, oh, we got even more. Good time. And we're going to invade with what? Tanks. You're going to navigate tanks through the streets of this, are you? After all the bombs you drive, and there's rubble and shit in the streets. Like, <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, lots of armored vehicles, huh? That's a great idea. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, this is going to be a good time, guys. How many troops do you need again? How many do you have? 10 million? You'd probably need about 10 million. You got 10 million? Because there's 2 million people in here, by the way, that you're probably going to be fighting with. So, enjoy, guys. I'm just, uh, I just hope both teams have fun, you know? 
I hope they have a good time. It's important. Oh, why am I getting all these messages? All right. Let's see. Let's go to the... Well, the chat will save me. They'll have something to say. They'll protect me from myself. Um... Sergeant Rock said the the game of risk is getting real now. The lies and propaganda are off the hook, and if there is four Navy battle groups in the Middle East, will a war happen before or after Christmas this year? Uh, any day, man. Anytime. Could happen anytime. Like I said, if you're Iran, uh, you got to be thinking this is they're really they're coming after us this time. They're they're going to look for a reason. You're going to. If you're Iran, your first priority is not getting destroyed by the United States. So you're going to be cleaning up everything. You're going to be trying to – like, there can be no way they can justify just doing this to you without the entire world just blatantly watching them do something insane, kind of like the Israelis are doing, <laughs> you know? That's the first thing they're going to do. Second thing they're going to do is uh, assess if, if this is unavoidable – if it, if it becomes clear that this attack is coming regardless, then they would be stupid not to strike first. That would be a mistake. And that's not, a, not that I'm saying I want the war to happen, I, but from their point of view, from their perspective, if they're smart, if they know an attack is coming and it cannot be avoided and they're simply just delaying and buying time, it is stupid not to attack immediately first before they... Because if you're giving them time to prepare, that's going to make their attack more devastating. And if they're not prepared for you to attack, or you might be able to do enough damage to stymie their attack, cause some kind of buy time. I. But it's a prefer it's preferable to just waiting to have bombs dropped on your head. Because war sucks. These are the decisions. I mean, those are fucking crazy decisions to have to. Can you imagine? So are we torpedoing these American boats or what? What's what are the inca then you you really got to rely on your intelligence guys to not be retarded like the ones we have in Canada that chase Philip around and send you know seven foot tall gargoyle lesbians to my friend's house to try and have sex with them and they repeatedly say I don't have sex with seven foot tall gargoyle lesbian people but they just keep coming back to his house and then he moves to another house and they go there too and he's like stop I'm not going to give you my seed and they just they want it for their Amazonian tribe of giant Cesus women they've selected him I think as some because I've been trying and racking my brain what is it about him that they they why do they keep going to this guy what is it about him it's it's his genetics. They're trying to breed out uh, some defects in their strange, you know, eugenics lab of Cesus Amazon lesbian uh, people, and uh, they think he's they think he's the one they need. But man, they're playing. Uh, they think he's playing hard to get. He's really not. He's really not, guys. But one of these nights they're gonna get him. They're probably just gonna drug him or something. But anyway, uh, let's hope their intelligence guys aren't like that, and they're actually able to make accurate assessments because this is not a mistake you want to make. <laughs> you want to be absolutely sure. And uh, sometimes you can't be, and that's the fucked up part. You just have to wing it. But nobody nobody wants to be responsible for, as the person that started World War III. But the thing is, it's not all, it's not obvious what really started it, is there? It's more like Let's say you're a, a cop or something. Or you don't even have to be a cop. Just You just come upon two people are fighting, like fist fighting. 
or a right ab- about to and just start fighting. And you'll be like, oh, well, that guy grabbed that guy first, so he started it. Did he? What happened before that? Oh, I don't know. Does what happened before the instant you turned the corner and saw this, does anything that happened before that matter to you at all? It should. <laughs> you know, you should get a full picture of what's going on. Nobody wants to do that. Um, and from your point of view, you just see this guy grab out. He, he reached out and he grabbed at him, officer. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, the other guy had a knife. He pulled out a knife and the other guy attacked him first in a preemptive act of self-defense because clearly this guy means him harm. I'm not going to wait for him to fucking stab me. He's not going to expect this. He's usually expecting, hands up, take my wallet. Instead, he's getting clocked in the mouth, you know? So who's guilty? You know what I'm saying? It's not that co- it's not that simple every time. Oh, well, I ran, blew up the aircraft carrier. They attacked America. Did they? Did they really? Why was your aircraft carrier parked outside of Iran? Why were four of them parked outside of Iran? Why was the biggest naval fucking... This is like the Spanish Armada. Do you understand? Like four American aircraft carrier groups showing up in your backyard is like the Empire has arrived. There's like 50 Star Destroyers in the sky. You're like, I am dead. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is bad news, dude. I don't think... Did Saddam Hussein even get four? I think he only got two. When they invaded Iraq, I think they only... they They cycled two. One would go for fucking eight months or a year, and then it would be replaced by another one. And they would just run bombing missions around the clock off these carriers. This time he's got four. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't envy any of these people. I hope fucking somehow common sense. I, I don't know. I hope that, that there's people smarter than me involved and in the right places where they need to be, and they're able to figure something out. That's what I hope because I'm powerless to do anything about this, as are all of us. We can just watch in horror and try to urge our friends and family and people we care about and the people of our nation and country and elsewhere not to go along with this because it's fucking insane. And it's just going to destroy a lot of stuff. It's going to kill a lot of people. It's not going to be the end of the world. I mean, we've survived two giant wars. Could be the most destructive war we've ever had, and it's not outside the realm of possibility. It's like, oh, how many people died in that war? Uh, seven or eight hundred million, you know, a billion people, maybe. Half of Europe is destroyed and gone. That's not that's not impossible. It depends on how crazy this gets. But eventually there will only somebody will win and somebody will lose, and it'll fucking we'll just live in the aftermath of that nightmare just like every other time. Let's hope it doesn't. But uh, it's also important to remember like who, who cheered it on and to never let them hold water again, ever. And uh, pay attention to that because you're, gonna, you're probably going to want to have a word with these people in the future. And still, and, but, or will they, it, you have to remind them too because how many people are walking around, oh man, we got to get the libs out. Did you see PP eat an apple, bro? He was so embarrassed, bro. He poisoned millions of people. He was pro-poison, remember? Take the take the stuff, stay home, stay safe, get your kids. He he was doing that too. Man. Also pro-war, pro kill all the genocide. Yep. Start World War 3, that that too. Slava Ukraine, remember that? And you think he's your guy? Are you even are, what are you doing? 
are you that frightened that you can't think straight or you won't think straight? And the idea that you don't have this like daddy figure to fix everything for you that like dad's not coming home to soon from work to just make all this go away. Is the thought of that too frightening for you to handle? So this is why you remain in this circus of fools that's called, you know, political parties. Is that what you're doing? I'm honestly asking. I, I don't know. It's, it's a theory that I have for a lot of people. Certainly not a good thing. It's not fun. I don't enjoy knowing no one is coming to help us at all. Be nice if there was, but it's just not true. So it would be irresponsible and stupid of me not to acknowledge this fact and then work around that. You might as well complain like, oh, there's a hurricane coming, but I'm just going to do nothing to prepare for it because I don't like hurricanes and they scare me. So if I don't think about it and acknowledge it, I'll just hide under some coats and everything. No, man. Nope. That's why, you know, I feel sad for them on some occasions. Sometimes I pity them. Sometimes I fucking, I don't know. It's crazy how they can be so adamantly. It's cognitive dissonance. I don't know what the word is, but to have so much of that at once is, is, it's really crazy to watch how they can believe two completely contradictory things at the same time and they don't see why it's a problem. And you just go, oh, your brain's broken, I guess. <laughs> like if you had a calculator and you kept going two plus two equals and it kept coming up five, it's broken. You just get a different one. It's just broken. I don't know. I don't know why. It's definitely not five, but for some reason it keeps coming. I don't see what the big deal is. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> it's not a good diagnosis. Diagalonians is 30 days to learn Chinese. Mandarin or what's the other one? There's Mandarin and there's there's two big ones. Shit. Cantonese. Richard Payne says, good thing Biden can canceled completely landlocked oil pipeline from, yeah. Alberta, the U.S., when we're sable-rattling with, rattling with Iran. I knew it was over when his first move was in office. When it was his first move in office. What, our, our guys were against it, too, weren't they? Wasn't, weren't the Canadian government be like, oh, the environment. You know, it's bad for the environment, guys. Hey, green people. I talked to you for a second. Um, you know, we know that you care about the environment, right? And the animals and the water and the sky and the birds and all of the insects and the flowers and, and all the bunny rabbits, right? Yeah. Do you know what happens to them and the rest of us, by extension, uh, if there's a giant war with thermonuclear weapons? Huh? Do you know what happens to the environment and your carbon emissions? Do you know what the carbon emissions are? On an M1 Abrams tank? How about a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier carrying untold levels of ordnance and ammunition that's going to be dropped and bombed? How about the entire destruction of Gaza City? What does that do to the environment? What does that put into the sky? How much pollution does that 
Just wondering if you considered it. How about Ukraine? How about that giant? When you were Slava-ing, did it ever occur to you how much fuel these helicopters and these tanks and these trucks and these uh, jets on their bombing run? You know, because this is like insane fuel expenditures. Do you understand? Countries to do this have to stockpile oil for years to use as a reserve in the event of wars and things like this and shortages. And it's uh, they ru- they are running through fuel faster than any city in America is daily. And uh, we're, but Slava, right? So I guess what I'm asking is if if you've ever considered any of this while you were warmongering, if you're one of those environmentalists, it's also again at the same time pro-war. Uh, has if that ever cost your? Are you retarded or are you brain damaged? Do you drink too much? I'm just you don't you don't see the problem. You don't see it. So your brain's broken. Okay. Well, we tried. I tried to help them. I tried to help the Elizabeth May crowd, but that's not even fucking true, man. Oh, she's drinking again. Well, she did. She ever stop? Chad uh, says, is the only point of all these wars in the Middle East to keep these countries busy and or insert friendly government so they leave Israel alone? Is there more to it? Oh, boy. There's a lot more to it. (laughs) How much time do you have? Basically, uh, (laughs) let's see if I can. Can I do this quickly? In in whimsical fashion? So it's less. Let's try. Well, you see, Chad. Wait, it's too loud. That's way too loud. I got to. I'm just going to do this in the, yeah. The gang explains the global empire. You see, Chad, there's a lot of really powerful psychopaths in a cult that think they control the world and it's their godly given destiny to lord over all the creatures of the world as masters. Now, in pursuit of this, they're pursuing all kinds of crazy prophecies and insane. It's a cult. It's basically Scientology and Tom Cruise, but if you gave them a lot more money and told them God needs you to do this. So you can see where I'm going with that. Now, they currently enjoy a very uh, powerful position in the world with deep hooks in the United States and across the Western world and use them as a bludgeon to destroy their enemies, uh, primarily located in the Middle East, because you see, Chad, they're on what's called the magic dirt, okay? They're in the wrong place, and that's their magic dirt, and everybody else has got to get the fuck off their magic dirt. So we're making sure that the magic dirt expansion project is on time and under budget. Unfortunately, it's a few years behind and grossly over budget, but hey... It's your money, not theirs. So don't get too worried about that. We're just going to keep printing and printing and printing money until our societies collapse and blow away in the wind. It really doesn't matter because we don't matter. We're really just here to be used in in the effort of, again, the Magic Dirt Expansion Project. Finally, once the dirt has been uh, consolidated and they're, they're going to build a great big special building on it where there's, you know, red cows that are going to moo and and there's going to be shooting stars and guys dancing in robes and the sky is going to turn purple and I mean they're nuts so they think they're you know so uh, it's dangerous times you know you can't be giving those people uh, nuclear weapons and control of giant armies and stuff like like they have because well they're insane clearly and um, 
I don't know. I mean, don't give a kid a gun. Don't give a monkey a knife. You know, it's just... If your religion... If your God is telling you that it's your destiny to, to be master of everyone else and they're all going to serve you as subhuman slaves, I don't... When you say God, what do you mean exactly? Who are you talking about? I don't know, Larry. Phil, what do you think? I, th I think it's a cult. I think it's a cult. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wesley Clark. You got to look that guy up, too. Like, this is, uh, this has been the plan for a long time. This has been happening. This was from, uh, you know, early 2000s, man. About 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and and Deputy Secretary Wolfowitz, I went downstairs just to say hello to some of the people on the joint staff who had used, used to work for me. And one of the generals called me in. He said, sir, you got to come in. You got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, well, you're too busy. He said, no, no. He says, we've made the decision. We're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He said, I don't know. <laughs> He said, I guess they don't know what else to do. So uh, I said, well, did they find some information collect connecting Saddam to Al-Qaeda? He said, no, no. He says, there's nothing new that way. They just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments. So I came back to see him a few weeks later. And by that time, we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, he reached over on his desk, he picked up a piece of paper, and he said, I just, he said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense's office today, and he said, this is a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran. Well, we're almost there. Only one left on that list that hasn't been bombed into oblivion yet. Just get out of the way. Just don't play. You have to support. No, I don't. I'm not joining your military. You're not fucking drafting my ass. I'm not buying war bonds. I'm not standing with the current thing. I'm not giving $15 to the fucking homo party. I'm not helping any of you fucks. I'm worried about me and my family and we're and our friends and we're going to get together. We're going to look out for us and you guys can all go fuck yourselves. That's the state policy around here. Okay? Okay. You want to go fight a war? Go fight it yourself, homo. Mark Miller says, Low Lang Loy. I don't know what that means. 
They're speaking in code on Odyssey. Breaking me out. Richard Payne says, I don't know if I'm naive or I just live in an Ontario echo chamber, but everyone I know, CPC or PPC, do not support Israel's war. Something really is different. How old are they? The age uh, the age differential is real. The younger you get, the less support they have. Um, and that's, uh, again, I think I explained because of social media, the internet, access to information. We've had way more alternative pipelines of things to compare information to. Versus previous generations, our parents and their parents, especially, you only had the one mouthpiece to listen to—the one the government controlled and the one the media. Um, you know that that one um, MS newspapers, TV—that was it. You couldn't fire up your own and compete with that. Now, I mean, you got people like Paul Watson making videos in front of a map in his bedroom, and he's competing with CNN for viewership numbers, right? So, it ain't—it's uh, not the same days. Uh, the younger they get, so that means the future is not on their side. Um, they're not going to have. They're, they're not going to get more support in the future. They're, it'll only continue to decline, and it's already declined to such a point where there is like uh, there's a serious civil unrest brewing around the world about this man. I don't know. We'll see. Octostein says, "I can't believe Iran assassinated that guy who yelled at Hillary Clinton. They should pay. They did. I fucking can't believe I'm just hearing about it now. Why would Iran do that? Those bastards. That guy was." Now we're gonna have to. Now, never mind. Forget everything I said. I've been false flagged. We're doing it. Uh, Richard Payne says you called it. They're all thirty-four and under. Well, there you go. That's probably why um, it drops significantly. And like the eighteen to twenty-five-year-olds, it's like twenty percent support for Israel. So it's that means eighty percent not, uh, or of the people they polled anyway. They just said how many supported it. You know, instead of saying how many don't support it, because that would create a the chart would look a lot different, and it would be luck. Whoa, what more provocative? Good. Good. That's what we like. Uh, Mark Miller says, no how ma, ni ho ma. What are you talking? Is he just saying, are you cursing me? Are you making me say like some kind of indigenous curse? Am I raising El Chupacabra or something? El Chupacabra? (laughs) That's El Chapo and Chupacabra's love child. El Chupacabra! If he can't kill you, he'll fucking take over your city in a drug lord scheme. El Chupacabra is the scariest of all of mystical creatures. All right. So we got the aircraft carriers going, and and now we've got, as usual, it's so gross, the old Israel first America. This person wants to run for president. You got uh, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and and they're just, it's a competition to see who can lick their ass the most. We should be doing three things. One, support Israel, whatever they need, whenever they need it, no questions asked. Two, no questions asked. Why? Look at her face. She's insane. Eliminate Hamas. Don't weaken them. Eliminate them because genocide. Okay, good. Yeah. If we don't, they will do this again. And three, do whatever it takes to get our hostages home. But. So the last priority is the American citizens. Your last priority. The first is the Israelis can do whatever they want, and we have to give them whatever they want, no questions asked. Second, 
kill everyone, do the genocide. Third, if there's time, maybe the American citizens that are held hostage. People like this should not be tolerated in public spaces anywhere. They sh- we need to go back to the days where people were just pelted with rotting fruit and vegetables in the fucking streets. Old tomatoes, you know. Throwing dead cats at them and shit. I don't know what age I'm envisioning. Apparently it's like 1262. <laughs> Throwing dead cats. <laughs> yeah, woman is of the devil, I say! Banish her, father! Banish her from the land! I think I'll put her on the stretch rack. They put them on big racks and like pull their arms apart and legs on. Like fucking why? Demented. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe for them. I don't want to listen anymore to that. It's another minute of that. Fuck her. Fuck all that. That's crazy. I want to be president of Israel. I mean America. Who, who are you working for? They're having a Slava overdose over there. They go from fa- falling over themselves... What they're trying to do is, if they grovel the hardest, they're auditioning for for daddy. Because only one of them can suck his dick at a time, obviously. Um, and they're trying to to present the most attractive mouth. That's all she's doing. Same with the Saint. All of them. They're just pandering and kissing their ass, looking for looking for the, you know the current thing to boost their campaign, give them some money, throw some delegates their way, all of that shit. They did the same thing with Ukraine. You even hear about Ukraine anymore? It's been three weeks. What even happened? Is that war over or what? The Russians are taking more territory and they slaughtered a fucking pile of people. There's no talk of it whatsoever because, oh, never mind. We're doing this now. It's just a giant sycophant competition. It's so gross. I don't know how they live. with. Well, they don't have souls. That's how they live with themselves. Like, how do they live like this? Like, without a soul, very easily. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, you can't even, like, even kids, college kids, the White House is slamming grotesque displays of anti-Semitism on college campuses. Any disagreeable, you say anything, that's anti-Semitic now. You must support the genocide. delegitimizing the state of Israel while praising the Hamas terrorist murder. (sighs) What other issue gets this kind of attention? Why are they enjoying so much protection and so much support, huh? Once again, I bet a lot of these kids and a lot of these people were the same ones that were free, you know, St. George Floyd and all the other social justice things. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. Now you're getting a taste of it. What do you think? This is what you've been doing to everybody for years. Now you, oh, you fucking went after daddy's special people. You can't do that. You can't touch the special people. They're special. They're literally special. It says in the book. It all. They're, God picked them entirely. They did. Hand-picked. Hand. Hand-picked. Better than everyone. More valuable than everyone. One of them dying is like 10,000 to you. It's in the Bible. It's what it says. Allegedly. Just shut up and worship everything. Just do it. 
We're only mass murdering children and destroying the world and bringing about a destructive war that'll probably end our way of life forever. But you, otherwise, they're going to call you racist. So just shut up and help us, you know, destroy everything everyone's worked for for fucking 10,000 years. Let's just destroy it all. That's That's what smart people do. How long is this Tucker bit? 13 minutes? No, no, no. It's a little long. Uh, I might read some of it. <laughs> this is kind of funny. You got uh, South Park is coming after. Uh... I, I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, this goes a little harder than than I expected from South Park. South Park has been, you know, they still they still throw punches, but they're they've softened in the last few years. I've found I, I've never really, I've never really seen them throw anything, you know, in fighting or in boxing or anything where, where somebody's throwing punches where it's like I you, it's clear he's really trying to hurt this person now. <laughs> this isn't about the sport. I'm not just trying to tag you for points. It's like I was trying to hurt you. I was trying to end your life with that one. You know. I haven't seen South Park throw anything like that in a little while. But this, uh, they've got a new special coming out, and there's a couple of clips from it. And, uh, well, you know, let's just uh, let's just watch it as a family and see what... I keep having the same dream. Everywhere I look, people are being replaced. Okay, and who do you think is going to have you replaced? Them. The puppet masters. The last time I had the dream, I was, I was walking down the school hallway. And then I see Butters, and he's like, Hey, Eric, you want to see what my mom had me for lunch? And that's when I start to notice that something's wrong. Everyone I cared about has been systematically replaced. And finally, I want to scream, and I'm like, Why are they replacing every single character with someone who is diverse? But then Kitty's like, It's not our fault, it's because of Kathleen Kennedy. But then Kathleen Kennedy's just like, Fuck it, make it Marley. And everyone in town is like, No, please, Kathleen Kennedy, stop ruining everything. But Kathleen Kennedy is all like, Put another gay diverse woman in it, make it more fucking lame. And the Disney stock just keeps going down and down and down. And then Bob Iger is all like, eh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Okay, you have my attention. All right, so, uh, yeah. South Park destroys Disney over woke casting right as Snow White is delayed. Was this where Snow White was black, right? Because the, they've made every call, every character, any, any, every white character is black now, or Asian, or something. Like they've had to all be changed. Everything has to be gay. Some kind of they them is like it, we've all seen it. We all fucking are tired of it, right? And now South Park is making making jokes about it. So that's pretty funny. Um, and now they're losing a lot of money, actually. So. Uh, What's this? Go woke, go broke. Disney should order, issue a gag order. What's this? I mean, you know, the, the original cartoon came out in 1937 and very evidently. Oh, stupid. this was the woman they were going to get to play Snow White, who's clearly like Snow White had blue eyes and, and dark hair. And the, I mean, they act like, oh, what's the big deal? It shouldn't matter. It's like, if it doesn't matter, why do you have to keep making them non-white if it doesn't matter? So it's like. You're the one saying it doesn't matter and then getting upset when it's like it was already one thing. Why'd you have to change it if it didn't matter? Huh? Seven. And very evidently so. <laughs> um, there is a big focus on her love story um, with a guy who literally stalks her. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Weird. Super weird. 
we? So we didn't do that this time. So no no prince or a different kind of prince? We have a different approach to what I'm sure a lot of people will assume is a love story just because like we cast a guy in the movie, Andrew Burnap, great dude. Um, It's uh, it's one of those things that I think everyone's going to have their assumptions about what it's actually going to be. She's so dumb. Holy shit. But uh, it's really not about the love story at all, which is really, really wonderful. And whether or not she finds love along the way is anybody's guess until 2024. Um, all of Andrew's scenes could get cut. Who knows? It's hot. <laughs> yeah, I get the men out of there. We don't need any of this in there. This is girl power time. Oh, my God. Was this the movie? Oh, and these are the seven dwarves now? <laughs> are they kidding, man? Jeez. Oh, Friday, Paramount released a first look of the clip. Here's another one. Are you still here? You need to get going. I can't get going. I told you I don't feel well. What's the matter now? Oh, nothing. I just had explosive fucking diarrhea all night because you decided to get us KFC for dinner. You have KFC all the time. Yeah, and I have diarrhea all the time. You're not staying home all day and playing Baldur's Gate 3. Now let's go. Ugh. Have a good day at school, sweetie. Fuck you, mom. (laughs) This is bullshit. How do you get your mom arrested for child abuse? She wouldn't let you stay home and play Baldur's Gate 3, huh, fat ass? Who you calling fat, you heathen bitch? Dude, you don't want to school diverse today. They're all diverse lesbian Why women. Why is going to fart on Tammy Mullins doing P.E.? Tammy Mullins has sweet fucking knockers. Dude, Kenny, enough about Tammy's knockers. You sound like a white male trying to reestablish the patriarchy. Ah! 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 Right? Ah! Eric, it's okay. It's I got- okay. Matt, Matt, I had a dream that I was replaced by a diverse woman. Oh, not again. Yeah, only this time, it wasn't just me. They were taking all my favorite people and replacing them with diverse women complaining about the patriarchy. Will you check under the bed and make sure there's no Disney executives under there? I promise there's not. I'm scared, Mom. Will you please just look and make sure Kathleen Kennedy isn't under my bed? I'm going to try and replace Philip. Kathleen Kennedy is not under your bed. Can you check the closet? Eric, enough. I've told you there's no such thing as Disney executives who replace everyone you love with diverse women who complain about the patriarchy. <laughs> now be a big boy. It's, it's not real. South Park, joining the Pandaverse. <laughs> all new, now streaming exclusively on... Is it? Joining the Pandaverse. I think I, I, got, I might have to see this one. It's been a while. What? Is this the same clip I already saw? Oh, there's another. Is it even more? I'm watching the rest of it. There's even more, guys. We got another minute. Let's keep going. <laughs> Come on. No, no loading wheels of death. Don't do this to me. Twitter. I'm hanging out with my friends. If you fucking. Don't worry. It's fiber optic internet. It'll. Okay, we're good. Replacing every single character with someone who is diverse. But then Kenny's like, it's not our fault. It's because of Kathleen Kennedy. But then Kathleen Kennedy's just like, fuck it, make it my lane. And everyone in town is like, no. I saw the Panderstone for the first time a few years ago. Oh, the Panderstone, like pandering. Hilarious, I get it, Panderverse. Bob Iger took us to the Disney archives. 
and showed us an ancient piece of artificial intelligence that could be used to make the same movies over and over again while appealing to absolutely everyone. I knew it! The Panderstone worked great for a while, but then came the hate mail. Ugly letters from racists who yeah. couldn't stand that some of the Panderstone's rehashes had diverse women characters in the lead. I decided I would show them. I would start making movies to fight all the bigotry in our society. But instead of doing any this. real work, I turned to the Panderstone. I can't wait to watch this. This fucking rules. I'm, I'm in. They got me back. Let's go, Matt Parker! Trey Stone. It made things <laughs> so much easier. Soon I was using the Panderstone over and over again to try and fight all the ugly feedback, which in turn was growing stronger and stronger. But I was fighting with the wrong tool. I used the Panderstone to the point that it became unstable. No. It opened a portal to multiple universes and something came she through. She pandered too much. At first we fought. I tried to send it back to its universe, but it got the upper hand. It was able instead to send me to this universe, out of its way so it could thrive in ours. <sighs> That's actually the best explanation I've heard as to why Disney movies are stuck there. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I, I wish that was the reason, right? Wouldn't that be so, like, that's actually good news. Okay, okay, this isn't so bad then. We just got to get rid of some weird uh, alternate dimension Karen lesbian woman that floats and uh, Kathleen Kennedy probably, and then we can go back to normal, guys. I wish that was the reason. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people have noticed. I'll be interested to see how that – I bet that goes over really well. I bet that uh, that is very well received, you know. I bet critics can't believe how bigoted and rated oh, – South Park has gone over the line this time. Yeah, what did what did the audience score think? They loved it. Oh, yeah, that's typically how that works. That does happen. Let's see. Uh, Synthetic, what's up, man? He says late to the show. Congrats, Goose. Thanks, man. The Goose is loose. He's loose. He's on the loose. Jacob Powell says I'm not sold on that beard yet. You look way younger without it. I'm not done. I'm almost done though. I don't. I'm not growing it too much longer. I don't want to fucking go. You know. Almost done. He says, you look way younger without it. I know. I know. I must return to my ancient ways. Uh, Nikki Haley is a disgusting Karen with power. Look, people, we can all agree they're insects. <laughs> Who gave you a voice to position? No, go fuck yourself. Yeah, they're terrible. Jenstein says, you're the best. Thanks, man. You're the best. Scott Baker says, maybe even the bestest. Oh, now they're fighting. Now they're fighting with each other. Um... Jacob says, I know Bill Burr is a slight Democrat. He's still got that little bit of a silly Billy in him, but he's coming around. Uh, he's got a really liberal wife. He's got this crazy, hardcore, liberal black wife. and <sighs> There's a story. There, there's. We believe that. I don't even want to say this out loud because it never gets back to him. I don't want to be the one that broke it to him, but his kids may not be his, you know, or kid or something. There's questions. There's, you know. Anyway, I think he's. I think he's under the. I don't like the sound of his wife. She sounds like a huge nightmare. And anyway, he complains about her a lot. And it's like, how are you? Why do you put up with any of this? This is insane. The things she makes him do. Um, 
says, can we just agree to elect, hire, rent him universally, skull fuck the shit out of all these politicians? And then, no, he would he would cave. His wife wouldn't let him do it, unfortunately. So we'll have Bill Burr on a stage ruthlessly savaging on a mic how much pieces of shit the politicians are while we execute the last one of them. He's also redheaded, and his slogans are go fuck yourself. What more do you want? I know. I li- He's very funny. I like him. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's ready to go all the way. I think he's... Uh, He's a little soft, really. He's just got a he's got a problem. Um, Mark Miller says the Wendigo. Israel has become the Wendigo, not in a good way. The Wendigo. I'm not totally familiar with that one. That's like the Chupacabra, but it's something else. There's all these crazy stories of weird creatures and stuff that live in the woods. I think every man goes through a phase where they're fascinated with what strange creatures could be in the woods. <laughs> How many women? I don't want to hear from them. I'm just, if I could, like, just separate all the women for a second. Like, how many men have you known that put you through a lot of time talking about things like Sasquatch and, like, you know, and you're just like, I, like, if there was a phase, right? Like, you've been, a, there's been a time where you were like, yeah, they were really concerned about something. Yeti, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's the Yeti. It's the, it's something like, I don't know. It's our instinct. We know there's fucking dangerous shit out there. We don't know what's what's lurking around out there. There's that uh, ranch, that Skinwalker Ranch place. There's some there are some places in the world that are like, what the fuck? I don't want to think about it anymore. It's gonna make me upset. And it's late at night, and I'm you know home alone, and it's dark, and it's Halloween's coming. It's spooky, and I don't know. Wendigos. People are talking about Wendigos. I got to be careful. I can't just be, you know, I can keep my wits about me. Man on the Mountain, thanks. He just sent a period dot. Is that what that was meant to be? Thanks, though, man. I appreciate it. You guys are fucking sweet. Fortunately, soon I won't have to pay these lawyers anymore. Probably. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I was talking to him the other day, and he's like, uh, I was like, I ho-, he was like, uh, what do you say? I can't remember how we got into it, but I was like, hopefully uh, soon I will never have to talk to you ever again. And he's like, I also hope so. <laughs> hopefully we never need to speak to each other ever again soon. That would be good. That would mean we've both done well here. All right. What else is going on? Gay Toronto police. We know that. We know they're gay and they're Toronto. You have to be gay to live in Toronto for the most part. Most men, and it's like the ones that aren't gay are like suppressing, like it's, the gay is encroaching on them, like surrounding them. It's coming into their building. It's, you know, it's everywhere. So it's they're going to be forced out. It's going to be a 100% gay city soon. It'll have to be to live there. You'll have to be gay. And you'll have to prove it. There's going to be an exam. You know what I mean? So you can, you can laugh about it, but it's going to happen. What else? Two and a half. All right. What else is going on? Click through that. Mm. Something else that uh, should probably be getting more attention. At the, um, there was a, where, where was this, ta- what court was this in? I'm not sure. I haven't been following this too closely, but I did know, I do know that Brian Peckford had a constitutional challenge uh, on the mandates. Brian Peckford is the last living signature member of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, so, you know, he feels like it's his job to make sure that it's fucking being followed, and it isn't, and uh, government officials under oath admitted there was no medical or scientific basis for vaccine passports. They straight up just did it because they wanted to, 
because they were told to. Why were they told to? Because the powers that be, the real ones, the real bad ones, needed for speculatory reasons. I have a couple of theories. Could be just money. Maybe not. Just money, though. Hopefully just money. That's the best case scenario, is that they did this just to make a pile of money and rip everybody off. That's the best case scenario. But what they did was institute these programs to apply maximum psychological pressure on the population, inventing things like passports and inventing these requirements and these stipulations to maintain and hold jobs and educational you know, slots in the machine. To, you're, you're getting through your degree somewhere, uh, you're, any number of things. Even just to travel around, even just the privilege, the privilege, apparently, these are privileges, not rights anymore, to attend the funeral of your own family members because, you see, you need these vaccines. And if you implement a passport system, it makes it more official. It makes it more real. It makes it more pressing. What I'm saying is applying these kinds of tactics, they run the math and they put them through the computers. And they crunch the numbers and they'll say, oh, this will increase uh, compliance by 30 percent or whatever the number is. So they do it. And they were after as high of a compliance number as they could get. They tried everything that they could think of to get you to take this shit. I have never in my life, and I probably will never see again, a, a worldwide government effort like the one we just lived through to get people to do something. That was the most insane shit we've ever lived through, and everyone's just going to try to walk around and pretend like the last three years didn't happen. They just straight up intimidated you into into submitting to an experimental um, medical adventure. And the best case scenario is they maximize their profits. It only gets worse from there. That's the best possible outcome. Because obviously it didn't do anything. People are like, I got seven and I still got COVID. Because like, it doesn't do... And you, and you needed two, right? They needed to make sure two was seemed to be the minimum. They wanted to get as many people to get at least two as you can imagine. And then everything after that seemed like extra money or something. It wasn't as it wasn't really nearly as militantly enforced. And then you know, as time went on, as interest waned, it's gone. But uh, they made their money. They got away with it. They got. Uh, I wonder if they projected we'd only get seventy five percent of the population. Instead, we got ninety. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to know what they thought they were going to get when they took off with this little scheme. And what they actually got. I wonder if it's near close, if it's way off, if they got way more. It should infuriate everyone. To the point that, I don't mean it should just be a little annoying. It should be so... scaldingly hot. It should be like eating a hot coal. You are going to be getting up out of your chair and moving around. Hot coals in your belly. Because not only did the government and the people you're supposed to be trusting that rob you blind daily and sell your future down the river and lie to your face constantly... Not only did they do all these things, but they intimidated you and threatened you into complying with something that most of you didn't want to do. And now it turns out that that whole thing, that whole adventure, well, guess what? The receipts are coming due, and a lot of people are very sick now. 
Do what? We need to. These people need to be removed. This needs to be addressed immediately. These these people cannot remain in command of anything. This cannot go on. The support the support they enjoy needs to be eroded as rapidly and aggressively as possible to the point that any time someone asks for $15 for a political contribution in this fucking climate, when everybody can't afford gas, they can't afford food, they can't afford rent, people are renting the basements out of everybody. Somebody tried to rent the basement of my house. Their family's got nowhere to go. Do you have $15 for my lying campaign? They should get $0 from anyone. They should be chased out of town. Every party, every one of them. No, you get nothing. You do nothing, so you get nothing. We're paralyzed in this state of inaction because there's too many people, like I said, that think daddy's going to come home soon and he'll clean it all up. So they don't need to do anything. They're married to this fantasy. Send $15, check the box, get the libs out. Everything's going to be just fine, guys. The math says that's not correct at all. And logic and everything else says that's definitely not correct at all. These people are as corrupt as they come, as weak as they come, and they're completely unbothered by the fact that they've had a direct Hand in destroying our way of life and uh, ruining this, ripping this country to shreds, really ripping it in half. You, you'll be, you'll do, you'll do well to go into any public space and get ten people anywhere to agree on anything anymore. Violence is through the roof, overdoses, drugs, and hey, if everything's just so bad, the government can just kill you. We can just do made. Would you like to have made medical assistance in death? We'll just have you killed if it's all too much. That's the country we have now. Under these people's leadership and guidance. So, we have no choice but to uh, trash them constantly. Because until their means of support dries up, they're not going anywhere. All of these ignorant, frustrated, scared, frightened people who trust these lion cocksuckers are dumping their money and their paychecks and everything into it. Their time, their hopes. Oh, PP, the apple. Oh. They're all being taken advantage of. Every single one of them. That's fucking wrong, and I take that personally. Even people I don't know. But I know I, uh, there's people I don't know that I know are they're not t- terrible people, but they're being lied to. They trust you. They're trusting because they still believe that we live in the old Canada where we wouldn't do that to each other. And these kinds of people don't, not around here, not this place, not us. And these lying snakes take advantage of them for their own means so they can get promotions and they can make more money and they can slava and they can do all this kind of shit. And everybody else gets left holding the fucking bag. Um, There's probably a lot of other guys like me out there. You didn't have to join the military, but it's just the way that your mind works and our brains work and our worldview is like, this is our, like, we're, we're, we're supposed to be a team here. We're supposed to be a family, a nation, a tribe of people. And I grew up with that understanding 
I was proud to wear the Canadian flag on my uniform and to see the fact that you've got these lion, weak, small, pathetic little snake people ripping their uh, livelihoods away from them, tearing down the social fabric of the country, taking advantage of them, importing millions of people to displace their fucking uh, their economies, their demographics, everything, and just at the same time with their hands out, taking their money and stabbing them at the back at the same time. These are these are like that's those are our citizens. These are our people. I uh, I'm not cool with this, man. Especially since you guys almost got me killed already. Oh, and all that was bullshit, too. Oh! They don't deserve your support. They don't deserve your respect. They don't deserve dignity, to be honest. Even the most lowly... The guy... Listen, the guy at Tim Hortons who cleans the fucking toilets, he pays taxes and he does a job that people need done. He is literally more valuable than every politician in the House of Commons right now. Any janitor in a Tim Hortons is more important and more valuable. Sasquatch raped me, now I have daddy problems. Interesting. Camus Key says, did you have a celebratory cinnamon bun for dessert today? It's hard for me to enjoy them now. It's hard for me to enjoy cinnamon buns now, as you can imagine. Thanks. Thanks for that, by the way. I did have one the other day, and I can't lie, it crosses my mind every time. But, I mean, I've lived and seen through a lot of... I, I can keep my appetite through quite a lot, but, I mean, it's it's challenging. It can be challenging. I can, I've can i almost stopped eating a cinnamon bun before because of that. I haven't yet, but I've come close. Because I just go, it's sugar. You like sugar? It's Eat it. It's not... What you, no, it's not. No, it's not that. It's not that. It's not that. Just because you thought of that doesn't mean just eat... Just, you know, think about the sugar and it'll be fine. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Tivor says, remember when people said taking a psychology course was basket weaving 101 useless as a degree 20 years ago? <laughs> he says, well, if anyone needs help with this, I'll be done my master's shortly. See, now we have psycho. We're going to replace Peterson. We have Tivor. Well, I mean, you if you learn to master the, the art of just, well, I mean, uh, like uh, uh, bullshitting. And, and lying and, and running, you know, uh, one vague, you know, convoluted kind of bloody twisted, you know, nightmare of a thought into another and just making it so they, they flatten on top of each other like like a maybe a pancake, you know, like a breakfast that they'd never had, you know, in Russia with, with the Soviets. It was all, there was nothing to eat. Smartest man in the world, everybody. It's, uh, he's a genius. He's a super smart guy. He's so smart. 
the way he talks in confusing circles and doesn't make any sense and just relies on basic, obvious common sense stuff. Clean your room. Yeah, that's all. Duh. <laughs> Don't steal things. Don't be fat and lazy. Like, okay. Are, are you just going to sing, don't you put it in your mouth? Why don't you sing that next? Don't you stuff it in your face? And everyone acted like he was some kind of revolutionary. This was just dad advice from 1979. This was just basic every day. This was just shit your dad would say to you when you were seven. Uh, oh, give him a billion dollars. Yeah, give him a hundred million dollars a year. I die. I Make people take drugs, hardcore drugs, you know, like for their brain. And it does crazy, um, unimaginable, ignominable, made-up words, levels of things. And I get paid a lot of money to do that. And I, I like, I, I like it. I love money! I know you do. Jacob says, apart from the ghost in your house, what other stuff have you seen paranormal? Anything? Oh, boy. Yes. Have you talked to the ghost in your home? How do we send you a spirit box in the mail? Let's turn this political stream paranormal. Why? We could. It's Halloween. Do you want to get weird? Let's get weird. It's been a while. We can get weird. We got weird shit to do. Because, yeah, we don't need to get through a lot of more. What time is it? What, what are we at here? Yeah. Okay. There's not a whole lot more I really want to look at for this because it's the same shit we always talk about get weird stuff let's see um let me see what wait what was that yeah okay let's get weird let's see actually the ghost has been very inactive for like two years it's very strange and uh you know i basically promised morgan ghostly action and she was here for it and ready for it and there's been nothing and i have no explanation no one seems to know what's happening um we don't know Maybe maybe it's just moved on. <sighs> Nothing's happened uh, right now. I've also, yeah, there was the Sasquatch story. That was a good one. I've told that one before. Um, there was the flying dinner plate hovering over CFB Petawawa. Many of us witnessed. <laughs> that was very odd. Um, yeah, there's a couple of weird ghost stuff happened at this place. Uh, that's about it. Not a ton. Not a ton. Um, light candles and turn off all the lights yeah the nazi ghost yeah i don't know he died in the house by the way <laughs> pretty sure or no he didn't he had a heart attack in the house and then he like walked out and got he walked himself into the ambulance at like 100 years old this guy he refused to die he eventually did but uh i don't know i'll have to think if anything comes up uh, Dagalonian says there's no janitor at any Tim Hortons, but I'm picking up what you're dropping. Well, you know, the guy that cl a minimum wage service job where it's like, they'll literally, do you have hands? You know, you can work here. It's just clean up toilet crap, you know, like that's still more valuable than what those people are doing. Cause I don't want to clean it up. And he's like, I'll do it. I'm like, sweet. Thanks. And they're like, what do you guys do? We just get rich and condescend to you. 
and tell you how we're all amazing and that we need more money and that how we're going to spend your money while I take some of your money to spend your money. And when I spend your money, I try to spend your money in where's places that your money becomes my money and becomes my friend's money and becomes my mommy's money. And we use your money to make it my money. And now that it's my money, I invest my money into stealing more of your money. That's what this is. Oh, good. Politics is fun. I like politicians. They sound like good people. Good time. Not useless. No. Uh, Jacob says, oops, receipts on a deadly injection we enforced and blatantly said we didn't enforce it like economic ruin was a choice. Yeah, it all goes away now. Losing in Ukraine, it all goes away. Yeah, all the flags are gone. Are we still going to slava? What's going on? Bad Grandpa says we should turn Diagonal into a strategy game for an app. What would the game be? What would the goal be? I'm afraid to ask. Uh, Jacob says, this is what fucks me up. I write a retarded comment, and then you go serious on it. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is See, this is we need everything must be communicated in bard song because there's no way simple text is just not cutting it. You guys are going to have to get way more specific with your syntax. Because I'm talking about ghosts, and you switch up to the destruction of our civilization. <laughs> Yeah, easy. There's no way to not come back to it. CRJ says, thought it might look good to eat. Though it might look good to taste. If you don't know just what it is. Remember, boys and girls, benzos are very addictive. They'll ruin your life, and I've definitely prescribed them to a lot of people. I've, I've probably ruined, oh, I don't know. At least 50,000 mines, and they're probably dead. <laughs> Here, take these super addictive pills for your fucking condition that's caused by living in the world right now, and nothing is normal and healthy and right at all, and instinctively you know deep down this is all incorrect and bad, and you just live with a generalized level of stress and anxiety. And you just kind of go about your day every day at varying levels of anxiety, depression, rage, fear, all of this. Because the environment that you're living is incredibly unhealthy and incredibly inhuman and incredibly fucked up. And the whole way we're living is backwards and wrong and fucked up. That's why uh, you don't need pills. You just need to get the fuck out of here. All right? This is not uh, how we're meant to live. This is not... I don't know why everybody's so depressed. You don't? Uh, have you looked out there? Have you been downtown? Have you talked to people? Nobody's having fun, all right? Very few people are having a good time right now. CRJ says, yeah, you could get sick. Ick. Real sick. Real ick. I remember that song. Don't you put it in your mouth. Jenstein says, you will be visited tonight. I don't think, I don't know. The ghost is, I actually may have absorbed the ghost. I might, I might be the ghost now. I might be possessed. I don't know what's going on. I may have consumed its power. That's not impossible. Cam says, don't forget to update your Amazon address. CRJ and I have plans. Oh, God. I have an Amazon address? Is that is that how? What's going on? Flutonomous says, I knew you were coming, so I baked you a cake. Your favorite chocolate mayonnaise cake. I am not clicking that. <sighs> Has my name in it. I'm, I'm afraid to click it. Diagolonian says, government weed industry in Canada is crumbling. Is it? I haven't really looked, checked in on that, but they made a lot of money on that too. Chucky's Extremist Circus says, what's the situation with your firearms? Did you get those back? It's a sensitive topic. Or in here, the no worries. Um, no, they still have those, but we'll see. Uh, that case is still ongoing, and like I said, it's 
be done when it's done. And um, I uh, may get them back. Yeah. We'll see. It depends on. I mean, it's over when it's over. I mean, I don't. Uh, I can't save what they're going to do or whatever, but uh, it's it's not looking too bad. Um, uh, Spawn says, uh, Philip, listen close. You must take Larry out before he tries to replace you. Use Billy the bigot brick so you become the terrorist cause the chosen people said bricks are terror. Well, that's what they're for. That's they're just goons, really. I mean, you can't really see them. They're kind of in the dark. It's better that way. You don't want to get a, you don't want to get a good look at them. They're kind of they're kind of fucked up looking. You literally made my face. You made me this way, you son of a bitch. I made it based on your character. You're ugly on the inside, Billy. That's why you look like that. All right. Just fucking deal with it. You're lucky you're alive at all. Of all the bricks I chose to animate, you have to be the fucking sauciest one. Camby says, I'm home. What a night. I'm happy for the milkshakes. Hugs to all my pep and cheds. Pep and cheds. All them peps and cheddies. Cheddies and peps. I'm not sure what that means, but she's giving them hugs. Uh, and Colin Carver says, going to uh, keep it short and sour. Went to a St. FX St. Mary's football game tonight. They told us to rise for the Aboriginal Anthem but never played the Canadian anthem, I won't even consider SMU now. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That's incredibly disrespectful and insane, and uh, I'm just done with it. And a lot of people are done with it. The woke shit, not the, the pandering, we have to do this to make somebody's feelings. Fuck. I don't give a fucking damn anymore. I don't care at all. I'm just done with it. I don't give a shit. I don't care what your pronouns are. I don't care what your special flag is. I don't care what your fucking sob story is. I don't care, man. We're getting into World War Three. It's man time now. We're erasing cities. Millions of people are probably going to die. All right? Get the fuck out of my face with your sob story. Go cry about it. All right? We're, we're bulldozing a whole city full of kids on the other side of the world, and we're paying for it. You paying attention to this? Huh? People are dropping dead like crazy. Death is up 500%. Blindness is up 20,000%. Little kids are having heart attacks. I don't give a fucking damn about your your perceived oppression. I don't fucking care about the fantasy world in your head. And I don't give a shit. You cry if you want. Get on your fucking hands and knees and cry and pound the floor. Make your TikTok videos with your tears. I love it. I'll lick them right off your face, you fucking psycho. Good. Cry about it. I don't care. None of us care. Very few people care. Less people care every day. You've worn out your welcome. God damn. <laughs> Get out of here with it. I don't care. <laughs> I baked you a cake. You won't click the link. No, because I, I say this. I must be every night. I can't click links, guys. It's just... There's a lot of ways you can fuck with people uh, and like destroy their computers doing this, and uh, it's been it's been attempted before. So I just not that I don't trust you. I just it's policy. It's policy. I can't do it. Uh, Mark Miller says anyone that bent the knee will never be a free man in their hearts. Hmm. You can always unbend it, but uh, as long as you stay down there, nope, you stand down there. You're a slave. You're afraid to say what you think. You're afraid to say what you really feel. You're afraid to live your real life. You're afraid all the time. You're worried about people calling you names and all of that kind of shit. I don't want to move my job and my this and my that. And it's like, okay, well, you're a hostage. You live like under a... That's not a free way to live. That's not how we were meant to live. That's not how our, what our ancestors hoped for us. That's not what I would want for my children and their children. It's certainly not what my parents wanted for me. It's not what my grandparents wanted for them or me either. So you have a, you know, we have a duty to resist this fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's like, what's the point in being alive otherwise? All right, that's something I want to get out of here with. Um, almost time to go. All right, what else? Anything? 
Yeah. This was kind of a good point. There was uh, this guy, Fairy, got him good. Probably a lot of people, too, but... Interestingly, this is something else people aren't... Uh, like, again, the cognitive dissonance. You can appreciate one thing, but not the other, and even though they're the same. But because of the brainwashing and the conditioning, the social conditioning in your head, it's not the same. This guy, Andy Hearn. Take a moment to imagine our country had been treated like Palestine and avoid any doubt. To avoid any doubt, the red areas are ours, but getting smaller by the day. So it's like, yeah, that was... Now it's this, now it's this, now it's this. Just like, just like Israel has done... Uh, to Palestine, right? And it's like, uh, actually, it is doing that. Ferry hit him back with this. Huh. Look at that change. 1971 to 2021. It's getting diverse to the point where there's just not, just white people aren't in London anymore. That's just not a thing anymore, I guess. Was their city for, I don't know, how long? <laughs> Going back to the Roman days, now it's, uh, okay, now it's diverse. Good. And it's going to continue, obviously, because all the politicians say it's not diverse enough and we need more, faster, legally. Don't we? I think so. That's, uh, that's good. Just vote. We just have to vote. I need to do it. Oh, my God, I'm going to vote. A lot of guys have talked about this a lot, too. Uh, there's a video here of Frank Mears Manners. <laughs> yeah. Having nice manners with Frank Mir. Mears Manners. Frank Mir, the UFC guy. Very frustrated in our world that there's no more manners, really. That's why we have such a rude culture. Manners originated because of dueling. If even right now we go fight with knives, right? There's no guarantee that I'm going to hit you with a knife, right? And not get cut back. So if you wanted to duel somebody, even if you were the baddest dueler in the world, there was a chance you can still meet, you know, your maker, maker right? Yeah. And so people then had to learn, like, well, if I'm going to be rude or I'm going to have a problem with you, I better make sure it's worth it and treat people properly and act right because your ass was on the line. Nowadays, people don't, they can act however they want. Guys can run up and down a, a bus, act a moron. You can't do nothing about it because if you stand up and go, hey, man, sit down, act right. There's grandparents over there, there's children over here, what the f*** are you doing right now, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, who's the one in trouble? Because I went ahead and tried to correct a violent behavior, like, well, what was he doing? Like, he was acting like a moron, he was scaring everybody. Well, what did you do? Well, I grabbed him and threw him in his f seat. You touched him? I'm like, oh, very f Right. Oh, you put hands on him? Oh, jail. Yeah. That's a big problem. There's no accountability. People are protected from uh, from that. That used to just not, that's just how it used to be normal. You acted like an idiot. You were getting punched in the face, man. You were going to get beat up. That was like a self-correcting thing that we had. That's been taken away. Now everything has to go through the government. Everything has to be done through the state now. People used to mind their manners a lot more when there was a lot higher chance of fucking, not necessarily dueling, but it was like, you, you, this could end in death, you know, <laughs> in those days, back, way back. But even, even when I grew up as a kid, it was like, if you were going to say something to, like, you'd better be prepared to, you know, back that up with your body because that's how it was. That's, you know, that's all gone because we have this digital world of anonymity where people can just, you know, and they take that shit into real life now. They think online interactions is the way they do. Oh, you can just do that. In the okay. Okay. That's not, that's only going to work for so long because uh, if the system doesn't work, this is the thing. It, it, when it's not working for people, when they're not satisfied with it, it will be torn down. They won't put up with it forever. And um, 
the impetus for tearing it down, the motivation for doing it is going to come from the misery and the pain that's incurred from living under it. I've said in the past before that until the pain of putting up with this shit becomes more than it would be to resist it, nothing is going to happen. It has to get to a point where it is now more, it's harder on my head and my soul and my body and whatever. It's it's more, I can't put up with this shit anymore. The consequences of me getting engaged and getting involved, those are preferable now to not saying or doing anything anymore. And that's getting re- that's starting to fucking really uh, happen in a big way. I'm, I'm sure you've noticed. A lot of people are starting to open their mouths and throw caution into the wind and not give a fuck anymore because they're running out of patience. They're running out of runway on the patience train. <laughs> Three things at once. It's a patience train on a runway that flies. It also is submersible. It can go under the water, under the sea, with the Little Mermaid, who is black. Now, always was. Uh... <laughs> Jacob says, there's no segue or uniformity with what you choose to speak about and what the comments are. You give me a mild form of schizophrenia. Good. I think uh, it makes the sex more wild. Maybe you're helping me ghosts to death to happy back to murder. To happy to back to murder. Jacob's going through something right now. He lives in Australia. You can't blame him. It's a nightmare out there. Donkey uh, says a bunch of stuff in what looks like Turkish. I have no idea what any of that is. Bad Grandpa says, is Toronto on a nuclear target list? I don't think anybody would bother nuking. I don't. Why? You know. Most uh, 99, like most of the places that are targeted for or presided for nuclear attacks are other nuclear weapon sites to destroy your enemy's ability to nuke you. You're like, you want to stop that shit right away. So that's where most of the bombs are going. Um but uh, I don't know. I'm skeptical it's going to get to that level. But I wouldn't be surprised to see some wild shit here in the next couple of years. I bet we'll start. I bet we'll see some weapons get used that um, haven't been haven't been uh, revealed to the audience yet, so to speak. Jenstein says, "Cheers to the classic support of Ragecast. Uh, your effort, humor, and strength has inspired us." Well, thanks, man. It's it's been a haul. Let me get through the rest of these chats, and then we'll uh, get going here. Uh, Rob Primo, what's up, brother? He says, I remember my high school on Friday. We had boxing matches behind it. Anyone who had an issue with anyone from that week would fight in a boxing match. Then we would start fresh the next week. <laughs> that's what boys used to do, man. It's like you get that's what they decide uh, works the best. That's how they do it in the Marines. I like that when I was down there with them for a bit. They had a uh, like rubber pits all over the base and around some of their areas, and they would just – it wasn't often, but if two guys were like gonna, they'd like go throw them in the pit, fight it out, and they'd let them fight. Get it out of your system. And it's like, this is just, this is how it is in these environments where you got a bunch of men and it's like a, you know, there's, I don't like that. I don't care if you don't like it. That's how it is. That's, that's how it's always been. This, it's what's necessary. Okay. Don't tell us how to fucking run our societies. <laughs> uh, Chucky's comment I read. Did I miss any more? Nope. I think I'm all caught up. All caught up. Duke Nukem. Why are you talking about Duke Nukem over on, on YouTube? And there's still nearly 400 people. Guys, you need to go to the alternative platforms. You need to go to Odyssey. You need to go to Rumble. You need to go to whatever it's going to be. I, I don't I don't really don't care that much. But uh, I just don't want to lose you. If you get cut off, you get terminated from YouTube, and you're like, where did it go? You have to 
you know, find the backups at least. Um, Cam says, you think Rooster tried to make motorboat noises to get into cottage cheese thighs? What? I What? Dagalonian says they're desensitizing people with Gaza. I think I went blind in my eye for a second. When it happens to the next country and the next and the next until it gets to their doorstep, then support stops. Yep. They don't even know what they're cheering on. They don't seem to care. Uh, Donkey says something else in Turkish. And then don't read a book. Okay. Well, he's uh, he's he's got my back. He's anti-breezy. There's a whole gang war going on here. Some of them are for breezy. Some of them are against. Donkey's against. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going in with the book. I'm not going out like that, man. All right. All right. I haven't gone long the last uh, couple of weeks, so I don't want to uh, hang around too much longer tonight. And uh, I did start late as well. And I've got to. I got to pack some shit. I got some shit to do. You know. Some of the <laughs> best all-around memory, and not all of them are necessarily good times per se, but that's not it. It doesn't matter that it was good. It was the, it was the ride. And uh, a lot of that, of those times in my life where I was like, just, you know, Looking back at it, it was a uh, what a you know what a fucking time that was. I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, a lot of this, a lot of the time, as fucked up as it is, and you end up as you know the the zog bot they call it, doing that, and it's, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing, obviously. But that that feeling that um, like we need to bring this back, guys. This this is this is what's missing from our society is that they've destroyed our our peer circles and the ability for men especially to network and get together with each other and spend time together and, you know, run their own lives together as a tribe of men instead of just sitting around atomized at home as just some worker drone that doesn't belong to a tribe of anything and just pays his taxes and eats fucking soup out of a can and watches millionaires kick a ball around on TV. That's not, that's, that's garbage. That's why, that's why a lot of these like clubs and things exist and people set up and people are rediscovering that because it's it's like getting water when you're thirsty. You're like, oh, this is what I needed. Yes. But some of the best times I had was in the military with those guys. And uh, there's just something to be said about, um, you you know. I mean, you only live once, right? And what's more fun than just, uh, you know, you and your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you and the homies and we're just going to take on whatever the fuck we're going to go fight wars together we're going to do whatever and uh it it's really it just makes everything so much more uh meaningful and impactful i was thinking this the other day just driving to the gym and back and it's just like everything i've ever done has always been more meaningful and memorable and valuable when i was doing it with other people and not by myself everything So I think that might be part of uh, 
part of what drew some some people into the into the uh, community and stuff. And I've made a lot of great friends <laughs> doing this and, and connected with a lot of awesome people. And you know, Derek's meeting all kinds of great people. The people are helping each other out, networking with each other, and it's just a lot of the best people you'll ever meet too. For some reason, we just you know kind of attract each other, and they're you know they're up working all night with them from till four o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, for free, just because they're those kinds of guys, right? And you kind of start to rediscover a little, a little bit of this, you know. You got, you got your team, you got the fellas, you got the home team, right? You start to feel a little. It's good for your mental health, and everybody deserves to have a, a peer group like that to belong to. So, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a long couple of years, guys, and uh, I appreciate so much everything that you've, um, you know, the fans and the supporters and, and the community and the other guys, the other, you know, terrorists. <laughs> um, I had absolutely no idea where this would go. I didn't think about it. I just started doing things because it seemed like a good idea to do that day. And I didn't really put a lot of thought into it. It just went where it went. I did not anticipate anything like this years and years uh, later after the fact, after everything we've been through now. I wouldn't have been able to do it without you guys. And um, it's been an honor and a privilege. And um, Hopefully now we're going to start looking at uh, other projects, other ideas, more th- bigger things, more interesting things. And because, um, like I said, nobody's coming to help us, are they? It is just us, and we'll either make it or we won't on our own efforts or our own, you know, successes and failures. But that's okay, because that's a life that's yours. That's that's all you. You're you're running the show. You're making all the decisions. You're you know. You're choosing your own destiny and your own path and you're being proactive about it. That's a life you can be proud of and you can say, I wasn't a fucking passive observer. I wasn't just a passenger on the boat. I didn't just sit there in the stands and eat popcorn and get fat and complain and watch everything happen around me. I participated. And if we're all going down into a terrible, you know, terrible black hole of death anyway, uh, we'll... (laughs) We might as well go together, you know? What's going to happen is what's going to happen, but it's a lot more fun, a lot more rewarding, and a lot more fulfilling uh, to try and do it with your friends anyway. And uh, I don't know, man. It's like that's uh, that's always the that's always the, the interesting part of the movie or the story. It doesn't have to be a movie or, or of the journey of the adventure when, uh, you know, everybody gets together and puts their heads together in a circle and it's like, Let's do this. You want to do this? You want to fucking do it? What's better than taking on the whole fucking world with the boys? You know what I mean? I got nothing else to do. You guys want to fucking run the tables on this one? How hard can it be? I mean, they're retarded and they do it. How hard could it be? Let's see where we go. Start stitching this together. I got nowhere else to be and nothing else to do. It's not like I can get a real job now. Hey, hey, 
Until we meet again, Culver's. Thank you so much, guys, for the continued support and the trust and the belief. Onwards and upwards. RagingDistant.com for all of my social media links and channels and whatnot. The Substack and the Telegram and the Griff.shop and all of the things where you can, you know, give us your money because we're stealing. We're just stealing. I don't know when I'll be back. Maybe Monday. I'll see. I don't know how long it's going to take me to rearrange, but uh, we'll get to it. Thanks for everything, guys. I'll see you on the beach. Six Sanford Tyrannus. No, well, just normal people stuff. Like planes and cars and things. I know there's more interesting ways to travel, but they're never ways that I, I mean, for many reasons, not, don't want to get into. No, not the... This again. Thomas. 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 Stop. Stop. Stop levitating. Stop. No. Yes. Look at me. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't be getting blood coming out of the walls again. I just cleaned everything up, dude. I No, I don't want it. To, we already did the. I, we just did the teleport. I know that was you. I don't like that. It always burns my nose hairs and my eye in the inside the ear. I don't. It's terrible. It feels like getting electrocuted. No, I'll just take a play. What do you mean? I don't. Th- and you know what? It's going to be a hard sell. I don't think Morgan's going to get in the portal. I don't think anybody. No, no portals. No, ble- we're just. No, you're definitely staying here. I don't care what you do while you're here. Fine party then. I don't care what. No, not. This is not the kind of party I want to be around. Phil, where'd you find this guy? I know he's just trying to be friendly, but he scares the shit out of everybody, to be honest. That's the Necronomicon, Phil. We just call him Thomas because it. 
take some of the heat away from it clearly being I mean listen to him Phil oh he's got a deal he's got a dealer connection that makes sense 